but it worked out because we had that, we had that WrestleMania podcast. Yeah. And when I hooked everything back up, I did all this shit under the desk to make it easier to transport. Yeah. So instead of like dragging all this crap, now I can actually make a decent kit because we're ghetto professional. And I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Backside attack. How's it going, buddy? How's it good to be back? Not bad. You're not on. Oh, you are now. Now I'm on. Now okay. you're on. Now I'm on. Yeah, no, good to be back. Yeah, man, it's good to be back. It's yeah. good to um to be sun like Thursdays and Sundays now. Yeah, exactly. But we had like a whole bunch of shit going on. Well, I had a whole bunch of shit. You going had on. a bunch of shit going on. Yeah. But um, now I'm actually in the uh, instead of the data collection phase, mm-hmm. which is like going out and taking photos, I'm now in the build that shit into something phase. Good. So I can be home doing that. And yeah. This is um we can get back to podcasting on Thursdays. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm glad. To, happy to be back. It was a long time coming, and I'm, I was waiting for this all week. Yeah, man, that's good. I yeah. mean, um, it's always nice that we to have guys in here who've been here before and want to be here, and we have a good, like, like easy flowing conversation, mm-hmm. shit, right? Absolutely. Not to say that our other guys don't. <laughs> like, we've got we had old Mikey Mike, Mike Loeffler, in last mm-hmm. week. We we're talking about that just now, yeah. and our audio went to shit. But uh, Mike's great. He he likes being here, and he's really like he's got a lot of things to say. Mm-hmm. Um, people who are listening to this now have already heard him rant about the Eskimos on the last episode. Oh, <laughs> he, how bad did he, he get? Was, he was. Pissed, man. I mean, and and it seems rightfully so. I'm not a huge. I'm not big into like uh, like the the politics of the Eskimos office. Mm-hmm. But there was like a firing of uh, of Herbie there. He got let go. Oh, is that right? Based on like the uh, the quarterbacks and oh, the yeah. coaches oh, being yeah, that's up. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he was super choked. And yeah, I mean, like obviously, if you follow a team like that and you're seeing a bad move happen that shouldn't happen, you're gonna get pissed off about it. Yeah, you're gonna be uh, especially if you follow. Because I don't know many people who actually follow CFL like a lot. Hardcore. Hardcore. Yeah. And it's rare. And when you see guys who are that passionate about it, I'm like, yeah. I was like, wow, I, that's a very rare thing to be passionate about. Like our Canadian football league. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, it really is. Like mm-hmm. he kind of equated it. I think if I'm not wrong, we either talked about it during the show or after the show, how it's like the tragically hip. Yeah. Like the CFL is like the tragically hip. Yeah, that's true. It's very yeah. Canadian. We don't give a shit if Americans like it. Yeah. We don't, we're not selling it to you. But it's ours. It's ours. It yeah. does well here. They made money off of us going to their shows, and that's why we support them. That's true. Yeah. We're, we're Canadians supporting Canadian talent. We don't care how they do across the border. Do not care at all. Yeah, man. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, but hopefully, hopefully one day some of those guys will make it to the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what was it? Flutie, right? Yeah. Flutie. Doug Flutie? Yeah. Actually, one of my, um, my ex, my, where I used to live in Mill Woods, uh, my neighbor across the street. Um, my dad taught him uh, his son driving mm-hmm. and he uh, went to law school in the United States yeah. and then he played uh, Div 1 uh, uh, foot, like NCAA football mm-hmm. and he ended up playing for the, for Miami. Oh, wow. Uh, the Dolphins. And he, I just I just ran to him on a bike ride uh, and I went by his house and he said, uh, yeah, my son, he just got he just got cut right now. No way. And so I'm like, so what's he doing now? And he's like, oh, he's going back to law school. And I was like, oh, I'm like, there you go. There huh? you go. I was like, holy, it's, it's weird to see like you know like the trend. I say, what's the what's the and you hear you hear because you don't really hear those stories about guys who like go to the NFL. Sometimes they don't make it or they come back to the CFL. But yeah, um, th- th- when I heard that, I was like, that is so important that you have a like a uh, backup plan, a backup plan, a contingency yeah. plan. Like you know, education is is almost everything because we've heard, all heard the stories on like you watch YouTube or watch those you know thirty for thirties or whatever guys mm-hmm. who like go the go to the go to college they just go there just so they can get a scholarship to, to, like go to get a scholarship go to college and just yeah. write it out so they can just play in the nfl yeah man and uh they they break like a like an acl mcl like yeah, a bad knee a bad knee then all of a sudden it's like you you're know, gone what? yeah what are you gonna do now yeah what are you doing your free yeah. ride i hope you got a lot a lot of agree, man yeah because something yeah or you're just gonna coach high school football for the rest of your life so it's rough man because like i was watching ballers I mean, Ballers is... I don't know. I don't watch that show. Everyone tells me how good it is. It's really good. It is definitely not 
uh, football entourage. Mm-hmm. Like entourage was just a bunch of losers being douchebags. I, I fucking hate it. Entourage. I hate. I fucking hate. I couldn't that get show. into it. I hate that show. And um, like that's that's why I didn't get into Ballers, but it was on the free HBO there for a little bit. Like when they I, had that free channel. Yeah, I think that's why I didn't like it because that's what I thought it was. I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was. I thought it was like football for you know for douchebags. Yeah, exactly. Like watching a bunch of douchebags just party with hookers and, and do a lot of coke. Yeah, that's, and that, never learning lessons. Yeah. So obviously I'm wrong in that intent. Apparently. I was too, man. Yeah. So I started watching it, and yeah. it's been like that's. I don't know how accurate it is because, mm-hmm. like, like the Rock plays a money management, like, a, like football manager. Yeah, he's just trying to make sure guys don't fall into traps that he kind of fell into. Yeah, and then uh, now that he's successful and he can teach them to be like, uh, like, like maintain their wealth, manage mm-hmm. their wealth. But there are some guys in there who are just like, hey, so what did you do? Ah, I played nine seasons as an offensive tackle. What did you do now? I sell Fords. Yeah, like, he sell Fords in the car a lot, and every now and then he signs some autographs and, like, you know, take photos of the people and whatnot. Yeah, but like. Where was your backup plan, man? You were getting. Paid. I get too. Like there is, there is a lot going on there in in the college atmosphere. Like mm-hmm. you better get the classes that you can get that that will let you play football. Mm-hmm. And not all of them are exactly like uh, they're they're not copacetic, man. They're not they're they're not there to make you a genius. Yeah, they're there to get you playing football, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. So they're not they're not really uh, they're not available to you, right? Mm-hmm. That which also sucks. Yeah. You know, at least fucking pay these guys. Like, I mean, pay these college athletes. Yeah, I'm a huge proponent of that. Like, yeah. they, they, these guys should be paid. I think who did the special on it? Was it John Oliver who did it? Oh, um, yeah, on, on the uh, the Sunday there, uh, last week tonight? Yeah, I think he did a whole special on, like, uh, and he interviewed, like, some, uh, uh, I'm not sure, I, I could be wrong, but, mm-hmm. like, they were interviewing, like, uh, some NFL players. I, who's that running back for Seattle Seahawks? Um, oh, Marshawn Lynch? Uh, was no, was he the running back? Or, no, no, no. Or, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about, who got really upset. Yeah, yeah, because remember they, they didn't hand him the ball to like to, to make that final drive. Well, the, that was Lynch. Was that Lynch? Marshawn Lynch was supposed to get the ball, and was it Richard Sherman had that look on his face like he just wanted to. Richard Sherman, I think, <laughs> I think that's the guy. Right? I think he just hit, wanted to like hit something. Yeah, because like, the, the, the look on his face was like uh, it was classic. It was classic. Yeah, and like, they were talking about it. Like you have to go to class, you have to make class, and you have to go for practice. Sometimes food's not always available. Yep. Um, even like some of those NCAA play, uh, NBA players, or sorry, mm-hmm. those college players, even they're like, like the person who actually works at the school store who sells the jerseys makes more than, wow than uh because they, they, those, those athletes don't make anything and look how much look how much money is in uh it's billions man it's billions it's a billion dollar industry yeah and they're making tons of money off these players yeah who like not not all of them are gonna go get drafted and make a million bucks or, or yeah. whatever their contracts are gonna be in yeah. the nfl yeah, exactly they're more than likely they're they're gonna they're gonna break that in they're gonna break that knee it's gonna go the wrong way they got like an mcl acl problem yeah, I I I'm, I personally think that they should be paid. But oh yeah, absolutely. Me, I, I think they should. No, yeah. no, they they definitely should get paid. Yeah, because while I'm not watching it for the coaches. Yeah, I'm not watching it for the cheerleaders. No, I'm not watching it for the fans. Definitely not watching for Joe Paterno, Joe Paterno there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not well, watching for these motherfuckers. I don't care about them. Yeah, <laughs> these pedophiles are getting paid like a crazy amount of money, and yeah. like the guys who are out there running their ass off that ball are getting paid nothing. Nothing. Yeah, that's brutal, man. I know, man. Like I remember when I was watching uh, in uh, late 2000 when I was watching. Uh, uh, um, like the year that Russell Westbrook got drafted, I was watching UCLA, mm-hmm. and because uh, my my uncle he's uh, he works at UCLA, and he's like, you have to see if you see any Division One games, was watch UCLA when they're on TV. Yeah, and that's what I saw. Like that's what I saw Russell Westbrook for the first time, and I'm like, this guy's a savage. He's an ac- absolute animal, and I was Man. like, and then I was like, I mean, uh, then that kind of got me into thinking, like, why aren't these guys getting paid? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, crazy. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine like you're you're told you're in school, you're you're going to school, then somebody hires you to like clean out all the sewage lines underneath the school mm-hmm. and they're like well you're not you're not gonna get you're not gonna get paid for this yeah but we'll let you go to school here but you can't take any classes 
that are going to interfere with you cleaning the sewage lines. Exactly. They're like, okay, well, let me go check out my schedule and see what I can take. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you can take the history of comic books. Yeah. What the fuck am I going to do with this, man? Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. And they, yeah, they even say it like that the, because they, they give they have pre. Hold on, not to knock on guys who take that class because I'm a comic nerd. Yeah, I exactly. would probably take that class, yeah, but I like, take, yeah, it'd be an elective. <laughs> it, it'd be an elective because I want to eventually do a podcast with my pop culture friends. Exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, no, go ahead. I'm not going to go down that, oh, that no, road too much. Know, well, what I was saying is that um, sometimes these classes that they're forced, the, I guess they're forced to take or that mm. are recommended. Yeah. Yeah. These are or cla- they're, they're eligible to get because those are the only get. ones available. Exactly. Yeah. Um, these are the ones that um, uh, I don't want to say lead to nowhere. Mm-hmm. They lead to nowhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I see what you. I, I I know exactly what you mean. They're not yeah. they're not designed to screw you. No, but I mean, you know, you can't you can't have a nine to five life where you're playing football and trying to get your diet set, and then yeah. you're in the gym and you're training and you're getting your body ready yeah. to make the school tons of money. Yeah, and then in that nine to five frame, you're also, you're also supposed to smash in all these classes that are gonna make you a genius or at least get you prep for like your post football career. Yeah. And those those classes are in. They're always conflicting. They're always interfering with your training time. Yeah, that's which true. is more important. Yeah. Then you got to keep your GPA up. So you're gonna take the dummy classes. You're gonna get the Mickey Mouse courses. Keep your GPA up so you don't get kicked off the field. Yeah, and that's true. They yeah. don't want you off the field, so they're gonna make sure you do well in those Mickey Mouse classes. Yeah, like because because um, what I don't understand is like when you. Yeah, because that's weird. Because if you take a. Let's say you're going to Division One school and you have a scholarship, right? Yeah. If you come in with mm-hmm. a high GPA, yes. Um, um, it's up to you to take the classes that either you, um, uh, that you can take while like so like if you take like golf management for example, right? Yeah. Okay, that takes no brains whatsoever, right? But if you want to take something like let's say if you want to take uh like medicine for example mm-hmm. or engineering, now if you take those classes, um. And they know that you're actually going out for the football team. Yeah, is that frowned upon that you take those classes because they, they those two those those do suck up a lot of your time. I'm sure there's a lot of that going on. I'm I'm absolutely certain you're gonna have somebody, like I guess like the football RA is gonna be hey hey buddy you know like uh this is kind of getting in the way of of the field right yeah you get in the way of the weight room yeah you gotta decide you wanna be an engineer you wanna play or be a football what player? what do you wanna do yeah it's man it's super unfortunate because yeah. not everybody who comes into into college is able to to think for themselves well if i get injured i've got the cash from my parents in my back pocket yeah to maybe support me afterwards yeah like i would say what 75 to 80 percent have football and football scholarships and that's it that's it if they get hurt or if they don't if they get cut or they don't make it yeah what do you do yeah exactly you know and then there's like 25 percent, probably and in that there's a spectrum as well that can sustain like school afterwards or mm-hmm. can go to a, a like a decent school afterwards and get an education on their own on their yeah. own dime. Mm-hmm. But even that, like I'm saying, there's a, there's a spectrum within that as well, right? Yeah, I think I think for football, it's probably the hardest. Oh, yeah. I think because the, the toll it takes on your body and the amount of practice you have to go through. Mm-hmm. I think, well, because I think uh, with and like and like basketball practice, yeah, you just show up and do drills and like you know, like I, we've all taken, I've, I've taken, like I worked, I played on basketball teams, but like like in junior high and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's obviously I'm not comparing the two, but like I'm yeah. assuming you, um, the conditioning is different. The conditioning is definitely different. Definitely different. The so. risk of major injury, like career-ending injury, is much I would lower, assume yeah. is probably much lower. Yeah. Granted, I would say that the um, like the after-career detriment to your health is probably like equally as bad in, in its own way. In its own. There's way, a lot yeah. of start-stop. Yeah. Like your body is going through like that that movement, right? That mm-hmm. like your joints don't do well with those start-stop movements. Yeah, because yeah, because your um your your the length of your career mm-hmm. is going to be. As long, so like you're looking at about let's see, graduate at 22, let's say on average age. 
Okay. Let's say, let's say 21, 22. Yep. That's if you're going to stay for three years, obviously, yeah. right? Um, so let's say three year. Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to go for about 10, maybe 13 max. Yeah. Let's say that, for example, right? So that's that's going to be your career, your your, your professional sports career. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have to like that. That's... That's a large, large investment. That's a big investment. In on like that, that, that's just good. That's just for that. That is completely on your body. Oh yeah. So I mean, like guys will always say things like, um, "There's hard sport. Like rugby, obviously, is a rough sport. You're gonna get fucked up playing rugby." Yeah. I mean, I, I know Have a few you tried guys. It? Oh yeah. 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 Oh. I know a few guys who, like, I mean, with us, we were just like dabbling around a lot. I was gonna go play like some with some men's leagues and all that kind of stuff, which just never panned out. Yeah. I've got some friends who do it mm-hmm. and uh, guys who've been here who do that and um, some friends, a uh, family of friends who were telling me about horrific fucking injuries that just essentially get taped up and you're back in. Yeah. It's like you're out there, your thumb, well, you might, is that, is that bone? Is that, can I see it? Can you see the bone? No, mm-hmm. but your skin is definitely poking out. Yeah. That could probably be a break. Well, tape it up and go back in. Just go do your thing and you come back out and whatever. But like at the same time, the guys who play tennis at the end of their career, they're not doing too well either. Right? I mean, there's like that, that movement that like move in one direction at full tilt. Yeah. Then you stop and you move in the other direction at full tilt. It's like your knees weren't, weren't exactly designed to do that. No, you're right. And the, uh, like, let's say it's for, equally brutal. It's rough on your body. Cause it's just like, cause all, it's all depending like what your body is used to. Right. Cause so, like yeah. the tennis players, um, the, the, the amount of injuries is always like, it's uh it's relative. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, um, like, you can't say that a that a tennis injury uh, is the same as the a same as, as a rugby player, right? Because the, the rugby players are grown, they've raised, they've been playing rugby forever. Yeah. So they're the amount they're of conditioned. Injury, they're to conditioned. That. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're conditioned for that, right? Whereas tennis players, um, if they roll their ankle or they they you know they, they their wrist gets injured, because yeah. um, they're doing that twenty four seven. It's just this because your it's wrist like is full body carpal tunnel. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you're running all over the court, which is like what makes Roger Federer's uh, recent comeback. That's insane. That's man. insane. Yeah. Um, what he's doing is unheard of. Yeah. At 35 years old, still younger than us. And that's that's the weirdest part. Yeah, and he just uh, he came back and he just uh, mm. he just started rolling guys, uh, and like not like two, like Australian Open did like didn't expect anything. Yeah. Comes in and just starts it just steamrolls everybody, and then he had to face Nadal. <laughs> yeah. His nemesis, and he took him out. Do you think he's on the sauce? It's like jacked to the nuts. Like it's all TRT. He just goes away for a little bit and he's just like just juiced. And he comes back and he's just crushing guys. Yeah, the thing is too is like uh, I was I was watching I was looking at Federer and I was like uh, like what is it? And they're like yeah. you know what it is? It's like as with all as with all sports, stay healthy. I think that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah, because even like look at NBA players, they're like you know they take their rests and they're mm-hmm. like you know what? No, we want to be healthy. We want to be healthy. Healthy health is a number one thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you can have all the talent in the world, but if they're slow, if you don't maintain your health, you're fucked. You're screwed. Yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. Totally screwed. And that, that's why I was so happy when uh, uh, when Federer because he's my favorite athlete. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he came back, I was like, I couldn't believe what he was doing. And then he won the two tournaments after that. And he's yeah. what is he seventeen, nineteen, and one so far? That's insane. This That's year. insane for like a comeback player. A comeback player, yeah. yeah. A comeback player is crazy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, unbelievable. So that was a that was a huge, huge win for me. I was like, I couldn't believe he came, he came back. Yeah, man. I mean, but that that's a really good point. I think that's a good point. Like all around, like health is so important. Yeah. There was a I can't remember exactly where I saw it. I don't think it'd be hard to find, but I think it was the CDC released a uh, a report last week about how the average size. And there's gonna be like so many people who are who are gonna be like pissed off about it and be like, oh, that's not a big deal. But the average um, size of women now is equal to what it was for men in the 40s. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, like yeah. men were approximately 160 pounds. Like yeah. not not gigantic guys by any means, but like 160 pounds, like 29, 30 inch waists. And that's like on the average, that's what women are now. Yeah. 
like they've gained an inch in height, but they're and women were like around like a hundred or like ninety eight pounds. Yeah, and, and now they're just like I mean, and that's just like that's that's what you're that's what culture is doing to people, man. Yeah, it is. The guy's got nothing to do with like people are just unhealthy. It's just like the unhealthy option is so much more available now. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. the thing is too is because there's, because uh, the competitiveness has gone so so much higher. Yeah. Um, that they'll look for any and the thing is too is that uh, the availability for get to get uh, um, to get juiced. Yeah. Is is less detectable now. I'm not saying people do it. But oh, you mean like in sports? In sports, right? Yeah. But like, but like, no, but yeah, you're right. Like the, uh, um, just genetics wise. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone's getting bigger and stronger and faster. That's insane. Yeah. And like, the, but this isn't necessarily like bigger and stronger and faster. This is bigger. Just bigger. Yeah, like, you're right. Like yeah. in general, like, mm-hmm. I mean, just like body weight, mm-hmm. including body fat, like everything has gone up and, and not, that's not just women as men as well. Men oh, yeah. are now like obese compared to what they were in the forties. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, look at a guy in the forties compared to a guy now. That's ridiculous. Granted, I mean, there was like, there was like wars and shit going on and people yeah. were terrified and it were, they were leaner times in general. You're coming out of depression, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it might be like a bias as far as that goes. Yeah. But just like, we really have developed into like a lazier culture in general. Oh yeah, for sure. We yeah. have. Yeah. Because it's easier. It's easier to eat like shit. It's easier to be unhealthy now. Way easier. Way easier. It's che- It's cheaper to eat unhealthy than it is to eat healthy. Yeah. And, uh, and you can't fucking tell people that anymore because that's that's body shaming. That's body shaming. Yeah, yeah exactly. You can't tell somebody like I think you're I think you're putting on a little bit more than you should be. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. you can't tell me that. That's body shaming. Yeah. I'm I am who I am. Yeah, exactly. Accept me for what I am. Exactly. Are you calling me fat? Well, well let's uh, see how your heart yeah. feels in 20 years. Yeah, I I, I didn't say it, but uh, yeah. um, can you run around the yard with your kids? Yeah. <laughs> I think like if you've got kids, and you can't run around the yard with your kids. But like I, I know a few guys who've got kids who can. Who who have no health issues yeah. that, that stop them from exercising, and they have a job, yeah. and they're married, mm-hmm. and they have two children, and they're in decent shape, and you are married, not you, but you are married, and you've got two kids, and you're not in good shape, and you can't run around the, run around the yard with your kids. Yeah, exactly. You're just you're just making an excuse to be in that condition. Yeah, can you imagine like your like, people are going to be like so mad about that. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, hey, hey man, you can't tell me that. They have, they have their Dorito dust in their, <laughs> their yeah. fingers. <laughs> What's under your fingernails, pal? Yeah. <laughs> Why is your finger orange? Well, I just finished a bag of Doritos, but that's besides the point. <laughs> that could have been snap peas. <laughs> you could have grabbed a bag of snap peas. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. Yeah, there's um, yeah, I think um, oh, I was gonna tell oh, uh, just on an off point, I was gonna tell you um, so I'm finally uh free from Apple. Oh, you've left. Oh, we were talking about this technology yeah. in general. You're yeah, making a break. So, yeah. So I took, I got rid of my iPhone. Yeah. I got this, uh, the Google you Pixel. The Google Pixel. Yeah. And is uh, a great, de- I've been a, I've been a Google, vanilla Google guy for a while now. Yeah. Android I, anyway. Yeah. The, um, I really like this phone. Oh, granted, it's a, it's not a very pretty phone, but who cares? Um, On the it, outside. Yeah. Like functionality it, wise. Yeah. Cause it kind of looks like an iPhone, mm-hmm. which I, which I totally understand people, a lot of people say that. Yeah. But um, what I do like about this phone, um, it takes, it has a lot of people, it's been said that this has the best camera on any phone. Yep. Um, and also that it runs pure Android. It does. No, like, malware, no, like, extra apps. There's like no Samsung. bloatware. No bloatware. Yeah. Yep. No bloatware at all. And so, um, yeah, it's a great phone. And then um, I got, um, I went, uh, did I tell you what happened when I went to the pawn shop? No. I actually went to the, the, to a pawn shop for the first time. No like, way. Huh? Like a Canadian. Like a straight up old school. Well, do you know the one on, um, there's one on White Avenue by 107th Street, I think, or 106th Street. It's called I Canadian. I do know that one, Canadian, yeah. it's by the Max? Yep. Okay. I went there because I was trying to get rid of my Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, so I went there and I was like, uh, I say, I phoned ahead and I said, do you guys take watches? And she's like, yeah. This lady goes, yeah, I'm sure we do. So I went there and I put it in the box and I said, here it is. Um, 
and uh, she goes, okay, because I, I saw the Kijiji price for it. People were asking about 200 bucks. It was a first generation yeah. Apple Watch, right? And uh, she goes, she looked at it and she scanned the, like, she, she scanned the box, like the barcode, mm-hmm. and she brought up Kijiji and everything. And I was like, or at least I thought she did. That's what I would do if I was if I worked there, yeah. just to get the market price for it. And then I said, uh, she's like, okay. She's like, well, I can give you 400 for it. <laughs> oh my god! And I was like. Wow. I, I, yeah, I didn't say anything. I just said, "I'm like, oh, okay, fine, I'll take it." Oh, and yeah, so I was I like, "Yeah, I guess." And then I, she, then she, I just wanted to get the cash and get out of there. <laughs> so she you kept, are you are now feeling like a thief in the night. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah I totally ripped her off, and uh, but she didn't know any better. I'm like, it, I'm this, like is, this is by no means your. You don't rip her off. No, she, she, honestly, all she had to go to do was go to like BestBuy.ca or Apple.ca. You'd see that that's the cost of a brand new uh, yeah, iWatch. Like, not not like, difficult. Yeah, Series Two. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, fine. So then I went and uh, I actually took that cash. I went right to Best Buy and I bought the the new Samsung Gear nice, S3 nice. and uh, it was 400 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, I just looked at her and I was like. You made a cross board trade is what you did. Yeah. It's because I went back there to see if like, uh, my friend went back there to see if there was anything else he could sell mm-hmm. like electronics wise and like a cell phone, for example, with that. And those two guys were working there. I think I, he, we, I caught her on a bad day. Yeah. So that's what you did. Yeah. You caught her on a day when she wasn't firing all cylinders. Yeah, exactly. She's she, like, I guess forged. Yeah. She's like, well, it says 200 on Kijiji, but yeah. uh, you want, he's like, I can give it to you only 400. And I was the like, best I can do is 400. Yeah. Yeah. After that, then I'm sorry. I can't go any, I can't go any higher. I can't go any lower. <laughs> there, there is like, there's such a thrill on when you make a bargain work your way with like minimal effort, but, a yeah. little bit of fuckery. Yeah, exactly. Because that, yeah. that, that's that's how I felt, right? Because I was like, because uh, when she said it, I was like, <laughs> the eyebrow goes up. You're you're blanked out, and you're just imagining yourself at Best Buy buying a, a exactly. Gear. Yeah, like, oh, all right. yeah, and that, I, I, yeah, I guess exactly. That's the best you can do. I, well, fuck me, right? I guess. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's exactly whatever. It. I, I was guess I was like, okay, fine, whatever. That's the best I'm gonna get here. I'm, I'm not gonna run around town trying to sell this somewhere else. Exactly. <laughs> Like, is that okay? Your inner monologue is oh, just he, like high fiving your exactly. brain, and that's exactly what I, that's exactly what I said to her. She's like, is that, she's like, is that okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, I just, I just had to get rid of this thing. <laughs> I just <laughs> gotta get rid of this. Thing. <laughs> I to, then so I left. What prompted the break from Apple? Was it just the like, because it's not. I've I've done them both. I was a I was a Nexus Four guy. Mm-hmm. I was a Nexus Five guy. Yeah. Um. I went to Motorola when Google had their hands on it. Yeah. And they they were vanilla Android and they're pure Android. Mm-hmm. And um. I've always been a guy who's who anybody will listen. I'll tell you straight. Like that's that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. As far as like ease of use goes. Yeah. That was my biggest factor to walk away from Apple. Was they just they're not easy to use. And I feel like um they're they're deli- what's the word I'm looking for? They're deliberately. Oh Jesus Christ! Like a closed environment. It's not a closed environment. The obsolescence. There's a planned obsolescence. Oh, to okay, Apple so iOS yeah. for mm-hmm. Apple devices. Mm-hmm. It's like your device, and which is like almost contradictory now with the iPhone SE. Mm-hmm. It's like you've got a really like a pretty good device that you're designing to last long, but at the same time, it's like sooner or later they're planning obsolescence in their bigger devices because they make more more money that way. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I agree with you because yeah. um, I find with like with all my Apple phones that I've had, even mm-hmm. with my Samsungs, um. They tend to slow down after a while. Yeah. Um, especially Samsung's. Yeah. Because um, I know the new S8 came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I, the thing I, f- I find the most with the Samsung's is that after a while, you know, every applications load slower. Yep. Battery life decreases. Yeah. Um, I just find that, they, and it's true, with, I've had Notes, I've had the um, like S series. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they're just like, I just find that they're, they Eventually, tend, they're just sluggish. They just, yeah, they're just sluggish, right? Yeah. Whereas this, because they had, and plus it has so much, um, yeah, like like bloatware on and stuff like that. Yeah. This, this, this is clean cut. 
Yeah, I mean, and that's that mm-hmm. was a big part of my Nexus. Yeah. That thing was like the five. It died last year. Yeah. And it was entirely my fault. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure if I throw another battery in there, it's good to go. Yeah. But I literally just burned that battery out. It was because I do a lot of like um, like on the go like creator stuff. I'm always creating content. And I'm mm-hmm. doing it a lot with my phone. Yeah. So I just want like something that can can get me through the day, right? Like, yeah. I can do my photos and videos with. And then I can Photoshop and do whatever. Mm-hmm. That thing was always on, and I just burned the battery right out. Yeah. And then it died. But whereas my, and it never slowed down. Mm-hmm. Whereas my iPhone, just like after a while, it's just like, it didn't know where to go. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, well, what am I, what am I, I'm a, what am I, I'm a phone? Do I, do I take photos? Like, yeah. No, you're supposed to do all this shit, motherfucker. Like just work like you're supposed to work. Yeah. That's whereas true. my Nexus, yeah. man, I asked so much from that thing. And it was always like photos. Okay. Good to go. Yeah. Like, tap an icon. Hey, here I am. It's like, it's ready to go. Yeah. I find that. And I, I, I kind of find that it was very, it was to your jet detriment if you had an iPhone and you didn't have a MacBook. Or an, an, an iMac. Oh, yeah, phone. man. Yeah, and I, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be forced into that. Exactly. And uh, that's, that's what I really didn't like. And the thing is, like, and I didn't like the fact that iPhones were just, um, they're just, um, they're, 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 they're just, isolationist, they're, man. Yeah, they're just, they don't feel like they're, oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like, this sounds, they're just not like. <sighs> user-friendly or? Man, I want to say this word. I think everything. I, I want to say this. Yeah, it's just it's it's it's. it's Here's not. my thing. With, uh, maybe maybe this is this is like a long time that you're thinking of. When the iPhone report card comes out and it takes it home to its parents, on the side it's like he gets his work done, but he does not work or play well with others. No, yeah. Like the iPhone yeah. is just like it's always sitting by itself, with a smug look on its face, like you know, fuck those guys. Yeah, like, those are like other fourth graders. How come you don't want to play with them? No, fuck them. I'm an yeah. iPhone. I'm better than them. Yeah. It's like, really? Yeah, I know. And <laughs> You're I a smug like, little dick, you know that? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly it. Because I feel like the, the, a phone like this is like, a teacher can be like, um, always call on that guy. Yeah. The answer's right there immediately. It's, it's ready to go. Yeah. And plus, oh, by the way, can you uh, give me a hand at lunch hour? Yeah. He doesn't trust the other students. He's like, hey, you know, give me a hand with this. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to set the, Yeah, so like- He'll he, help you out then go play with his friends. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. he's like, yeah, whatever. And then he'll go out there and he'll outperform everybody. Exactly. And so that's what I really don't like about uh, Apple is because it forces you into a, like kind of a closed environment like Apple. Once yeah. you get an iPhone, you'll be like, oh, an iPad, what is that? Oh, it's just a bigger I- iPhone. It really is. Yeah. And um, and now like their their laptops are essentially big iPads. Yeah. I mean, they're really like the soldering on their memory. Mm-hmm. They're they're making it very hard to upgrade anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I mean, friggin' the, uh, the Acer I picked up, that guy, he's he's just a tank. If mm-hmm. I want to put more RAM in there, you can just throw more RAM in. Throw it. more RAM in there, yeah. Whereas I like a now like a an iMac, not an iMac, a MacBook. It's like you want to put more RAM into it. It's like, well, no, that's all you got. That's what all you, you got. What yeah. you get is what you got. Yeah, and that that's the thing I like. Like, is like what uh, I'll give Apple one thing. They 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 are starting to do like their own GPUs now. They're gonna make mm-hmm. their they're gonna make their own hardware. So, I'll give Google one thing. This phone is by no means perfect. Yeah. But what they did do with this is actually they they actually built the software and the hardware together so this is their this is their iphone basically right? yeah really the pixel really is yeah so this this first attempt was actually really really good it has a lot of flaws like the bezels are huge on this phone yeah it's beefy yeah it's pretty big um but uh what google just did i'm not sure if you uh heard about this on the news they sent uh almost a 900 million dollar um bid to lg to make the screens for their next for the google oh really for the pixel 2 the which, pixel will be, 2, eh? which will be coming out this year so it, lg lg's been good to them Oh, LG has been crazy, crazy good to Google. Yeah. HTC has been pretty tight, but like LG has really been their go-to. Yeah, and because I was talking to one of my friends and she said, because um, you know the, the Google Pixel was not, these are very rare phones, like they're mm-hmm. hard to get. He's my cousin who lives in Silicon Valley. Yeah. She uh, she came to visit and she said, uh, uh, we were talking, she talked about phones and she's like, yeah, I want to get this new phone. I'm like, which one? And she goes, I want to get the Google Pixel. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, you mean this one? So I showed it to her. And she's like, oh, you got one? Yeah. 
She goes, did you just tell you... to get your hands on this? Yeah, thing? she's like, yeah, she's like, how did you get one? Really? And I was like, uh, well, actually, I just talked to the Google rep at Best Buy. And, yeah, and I went showed... to Best Buy and I picked one up. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even go, go there to like look for a phone. Yeah, the the the, the, the guy at Best Buy had one. Because I, I know the guys at Best Buy over there, and the Google rep was there, and he was showing off the phone. I was like, this phone is unbelievable, what it, what it can do. Yeah. And I go to the guy, and I'm like, do you have one? And he's like, yeah, I have a 32 gig one. And uh, he goes, how much will it cost me to get this phone? He's like, nothing. So with your plan, it was just so like- my plan, he's, he's like, nothing. Completely subsidized. Yeah, and he's like, um, and then so he's like, so I got the phone, and it took me, well, granted, it takes you three hours to get a phone yeah. set up, right? But, uh, and then, uh, so she lives in Silicon Valley mm-hmm. and, uh, in San Francisco. So and she's like, the phone is so hard to get. And even like they said now that like, the, the phone is like, they're impo- the, the biggest problem with the pixel is that they didn't manufacture it enough. Yeah. I mean, that's always been their beef though. Oh yeah. They, they never seem to put enough of their phones out there. So no. I remember it was like, I was, I think six or seven months behind on picking up a, a Nexus five. Mm-hmm. But for those first few months, like I was like, Oh, maybe I'll go get one. Yeah. It's like unavailable, unavailable, yeah. unavailable. I just forgot about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, it's available. Oh, all right, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Send one over. Yeah, Nexus makes. I love. I love those Nexus phones. They're really cool. They were really good, man. They were the right size. Like I. I mean, I don't mind a bigger screen now because I'm doing a lot more uh, work right on it. Yeah. But uh, on my Nexus, I shot and edited. Well, I shot a wedding on my on my Canon, but I edited the, the I edited the entire thing on the old Photoshop Touch for phones mm-hmm. with uh, a couple more apps that weren't really too hard to use. Cause I had the Chromecast, so it's like it's cool. Like I take the Chromecast, plug it into a TV. I was I was on the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. I had my phone, which con- communicates, cast the screen, did all the work, just kind of like up and down. While I'm talking to my aunt and uncle and doing all that kind of shit at their place. Oh shit! And uh, yeah, edited the edited the entire wedding, which uh-huh. granted wasn't like a big high end wedding as a free a freebie for my cousin. Yeah. But um, I got some really good photos and got some really good edits on that thing. Nice. And since then, I was like, I could never have fucking done that with an iPhone. No, you can't. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. thing, it's like, do you have an Apple TV? Is it communicating with your phone? Is it dropping your phone? Do you have a Mac around? Can you use your Mac to make them talk to each other? It's like, well, fucking here, it's plug and play, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, Nexus makes things plug and play really work yeah. well. Oh, yeah. yeah the, um, I didn't, yeah, because I didn't really know why Google wasn't getting a was taking so long to get the, these phones out. Yeah. And then I was talking to my uh, one of my friends. She was a, she's a farm rep, and she went to this one conference, and there was a, there was a guy from Google there mm-hmm. that actually worked at Google. And uh, apparently, what he said was that the screens here are made by are made by Samsung. Yeah. But Samsung is busy making screens for their own phones. Yeah. And for app for iPhones. Mm-hmm. And so when they're done with that, they're like they go to Google and like yeah you know what we'll get you screens whenever we can. They all play so weird with each other. It's like uh, I think they ate all the processors, like the new eight eight thirty five Snapdragon eight thirty five eight thirty five. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they took them all, so mm-hmm. everybody else wants to use them. They're like, I guess you got to use like last year's model, which yeah. is still pretty snappy. It's probably yeah, exactly. I mean, I th- the eight twenty is I, not a joke. I think that's what this one has. Yeah. I think this is the eight twenty. Yeah. yeah, and that is by no means a joke. No. But like paying full price, like that much money, like a thousand dollars for like an iPhone or whatever. It's just it's stupid, man. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Like I yeah. just picked a phone up from a mom, and um. I think it's got like the uh, the mid range six thirty five. I've been if nobody knows what we're talking about, these are the system on chip. This is the actual. Yeah, these are the SOCs. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's it's mid range, but it's got like four gigs of RAM on it, Mm -hmm. and it's a sixty four bit processor, which is way faster than almost any other device out there for the price, Mm -hmm. and faster than anything we've ever owned before. Yeah, how many? How much RAM is on there? Four gigs, man. It's an international version. In Canada, it's the the Moto G4 Plus. You can only get the two gig. It's like I think the XT one six four one, but um, they just released like the one six four four because like the new phone is out as well, right? Yeah. So they're getting rid of the old models, mm-hmm. and they're just like bargain basement prices for a lightning fast phone with maybe the best camera on the market for that price. Mm-hmm. Oh, ridiculous! Yeah. Like a sixteen gig laser autofocus. 
So it's like, it's pretty ridiculous what, what you're getting for that kind of money. Mm-hmm. So why would I go and pick up like a gigantic beast at full price Yeah, when I can just get that thing, right? That is to definitely Amazon true. Up. What are you, um, I remember we were talking about this. Uh, you wanted to bring up uh, Star Wars, right? Uh, was, was this for this week or we already did it? We, I, we didn't do it. Oh, we did well, I didn't do it, but like, uh, did there was you, there was some pretty cool Star Wars news lately. Did you? Uh, what did you? Um, Are we going to talk about Rogue One? Okay, what did you think of Rogue One? We haven't spoken since I got back from no, the uh, the we big tie trip. Well, no. we we haven't had a podcast. Since we haven't then. had a podcast. We've yeah, chit chat back and forth. Yeah, I thought it was better than Force Awakens. I thought I, so too. I thought it was like for me the true first movie. Yeah, and and I mean it did a better job of being the connective tissue than uh, the end of Revenge of the Sith too. So at the end of Revenge of the Sith, you kind of feel like, hey, we're, we're getting back into the look of Star Wars. Yeah. But this is uh, great. Like, the characters are gritty. There's almost no good guys. Mm-hmm. Everybody fucking dies. Which yeah, I that, was was my, that, was my, that was my favorite thing. That's yeah. a gutsy move, man. Yeah. That's a really gutsy move to have characters that are going to probably have toys forever. Mm-hmm. But, like, you, you essentially can only have the robot. That's it. Yeah. He might have downloaded himself into another another character, that like K2SO. Yeah, because I would, I would say... Um, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah but that's it. Yeah. Because I think I, I could see myself, like, going up to an annoying kid mm-hmm. and like, hey, look at my whatever character from Star Wars. I'm like, you know that guy's dead, right? <laughs> yeah. He yes. dies in the movie. He dies in the movie. Yeah. Well, don't ruin it for the kids, man. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. no. I, I, I would hate that. <laughs> yeah. The, um, <laughs> we're talking about spoilers. Yeah. And, um, last week, or a few weeks ago, there was a great spoiler for Logan. Yeah. Or the, the it was like something weird I read on Facebook and we've talked about it a couple times where a guy goes, yeah, the Ford logo is pretty shitty. It's too bad the Wolverine clone stabs Professor X in the chest and, you know, Wolverine gets murdered at the end of the movie. It's like, fucking man, you went from like talking about a Ford logo into the spoiler about Wolverine? Yeah. I'm um, glad I'd seen the movie, but man, he just dropped it like that. Yeah, because, um, oh man, Logan was so good. Yeah, Logan was Logan really good. was phenomenal. I thought that was fantastic. There was a, um, uh, one thing I didn't like about... Um, Force or not Force Awakens? Sorry, Rogue One. Rogue One um, is that? Uh, um, I think I was too hyped up for it. Oh, really? Because because the trailer was for that movie was fantastic. It was on every trailer I saw was like I can't believe this is on like, how good this looks. Well, you know we, we went like full. I went personally. I know Dan did too. We went like full media blackout. Yeah. Like I think I saw a teaser, the very first teaser. About when she's on the ship and she's like, "We're rebels, we rebel," and that was it. I was done. I was yeah. like, you know what? That's cool. I'm I'm gonna walk away. Yeah, because like what I was looking at that fallen Jedi statue that had the lightsaber was holding the lightsaber in the oh, sand. Oh, on Jedi. Yeah, and yeah. I, was, I was like, like that wasn't even in the movie. Yeah, and no, it wasn't the movie. Yeah, that wasn't the movie. Yeah, when they pan out when um that pilot when the not the pilot sorry the first transport guy. Yeah. When uh what's his name Riz Riz Ahmed when he first goes there to go see Sagira. So that was in the and movie? Yeah, you see it in there. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry. Maybe I was talking to Raji because I went to go see it with him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, uh, um, but that's some, like, that's some cool shit, man. Like, yeah. that's some real cool, like, mythology building. Yeah. So I think, um, um, I was, so I was, like, kind of, I wasn't blown away when I saw it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I was expecting to be, like, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be, like, like Empire Strikes Back kind it's of. It's going to be uh, crazy intense. Yeah. So, and it, when, the, when I walked away and I was like, you know what? I have to give this movie another chance. Because I it, it didn't blow me because I thought it was way better than Force Awakens. Yeah. Because I did I was not a fan of Force Awakens. It, it is a multiple watch movie. Yeah. So that movie I have to I'm, I have to give it a second chance. Like I remember walking out of it being like, what the hell was that, right? Mm. But but at the same time I was like, it was a well made movie. Okay, so you walked out with what the hell is that? Yeah, I walked. That Darth out. Vader scene didn't like get you out of the seat. Yo, see those scenes with Darth Vader. Even every scene with Darth Vader. Even when when that guy went to go see him at his uh, 
and his palace. You know, when it goes to the castle. Yeah, I was like, that seems unreal. Yeah, that's like Lord of the Rings, man. Yeah, and that then, felt like going to Orthanc. Yeah, exactly. Like, are they going yeah. to Orthanc? Like, who the fuck is in that tower? Yeah. Oh. And then um um that scene where he just starts like wrecking people on that sh- rebel ship and stuff. I was like, okay, that's unreal. Mm-hmm. But same time. There was a part of you. There was. A, I was like, you know what? The transition from like everything that looked futuristic in the uh, in the rest of the movie, then you mm-hmm. go to those guys in the Rebel Alliance, and they have those white helmets. Yeah. I was like, I just felt I was watching two different movies. Really? It just transferred. It just transferred into two different movies. Oh no way! Because like, the rest of Force Awakens is like futuristic. It looks unreal. It's mm-hmm. beautifully shot. Then you just plan into like the. Because I, I know they have to transition into like you know. There was a different visual style in exact, that moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In that moment. So they, but yeah, then again, exactly it's it. kind of like. The way the way I was kind of looking at it too is like you're looking at almost a bunch of different guys with different levels of technology mm-hmm. because they can't really share technology like the Empire. The Empire is uniform, like they're all going to look the same. They have the same type of weapon. Like they're they're the U.S. Army, right? They're mm-hmm. completely uniform. The way they look, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The way they act, yeah. Whereas the rebels are they're literally ragtag. Yeah, they're being held together by threads. Yeah, I, just, so. I yeah I found that the um, uh, uh, so the, yeah in that sense it kind of bothered me, but at the same time it's like yeah you're right you're mm-hmm. absolutely right, um, but. Same time, I could, I could, I just had that disconnect. There is like, a disconnect. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and the fact that she was chase, taking, and I'm obviously what I'm doing is nitpicking. Yeah, uh, but uh, that's that's really what we do here. Anyways. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I was like, when they were looking for those, the the plans, they're all on data tapes, but like everything else, they have a, but they have a shield. It's and the same with Force Awakens. There's always a shield that's covering a planet. <laughs> yeah, they've got like a force field. They can cover a planet yeah. using, like, clearly, uh, uh, this is a high technology. Yeah. But you're sending, like, all your information uh, on, on a tape. Da- da- on, on data and tapes. Not like <laughs> not like an SD card, but actual real-to-real magnetic tape. Magnetic tape. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but they, that's just something we were nitpicking. In, right? Yeah, I was, I was like, uh, oh, my God. Like, it was just, I, I, just, I guess because I was, I was so... Uh, I was so it was built up so high for me. There are weird things that your brain won't let go of. Yeah, though. yeah, exactly. I'm that, like, that, that is I, one I of those being, things. I was just being stubborn because I, I think like it's just because it's like uh, you want it to be so good and you want it to be perfect, but then when it kind of lets you down in those moments, you're just like yeah. when you're while you're watching it, you're like, why are you doing that? And because uh, like it was, I always had that beef with Star Trek, right? When you look at the old like the original series, yeah, and how the ships looked, and then compared to the new Star Trek, whereas everything's glossy and cool and it's yeah. all kinds of light flares and all that kind of yeah. shit. But then I always kind of put it to the the idea that they didn't have the technology here at mm-hmm. the time to properly convey what they wanted to. Yeah. So in your brain, you kind of have to suspend your disbelief. Yeah, You have exactly. to kind of be like, well, you know what? They, the old show would have looked like that had they had the technology. Mm-hmm. So now when I kind of put that into my head, I'm like, all right, you know what? I will, I will suspend my disbelief. I will just assume that really the old show looked like that too. Yeah, exactly. You know, and the new one just happens to be flashier because we have the technology to display that. Yeah, like if to, those, yeah, because if those guys to had to convey those- that, that, thought that yeah you're right because if those guys had those tools they would have built they would have yeah exactly it would it would have looked really cool and glossy and shiny yeah and it was kind of weird there was a a star trek comic from i think it's idw last year Mm -hmm. where the two kirks kind of merge where the the one kirk wakes up like pike kirk or not pike sorry pine chris pine's kirk wakes up in shatner kirk's body and he wakes up and he's like what the where the fuck am i like what is going on why is it in gray my room looks different what the hell is going on some anomaly happens. And like Shatner Kirk wakes up as Pine Kirk and he's like, you're all morons? You're a bunch of idiots? What's the light flares? Why does this room look the way it looks? Why oh, am I really? jacked? Why am I a wicked jacked? What is it? 
You're not, you're not Spock. Like they have this weird dimensional melding, right? Uh-huh. Which kind of like threw me off a bit because in my head they're the same world. Yeah, they are. They, yeah. they should look and act the same way. It's just we have a different actor playing the character right now. Exactly. But at the same time, but at the, in that in that comic at the end when they kind of have the uh, the worlds crossover again, mm-hmm. and Shatner is sitting in his desk and in his chair, his captain's chair. Yeah. I think Bones or Spock is like, "What was it like over there?" He's like, "Everything was glossy and shiny. It was fucked up. I didn't like it. <laughs> it was too weird. Like we're a science vessel. We shouldn't look like some sort of like." rave like what the hell's happening <laughs> i would turn my head and be blind by the lens flare like he he acknowledged jj abrams lens flares right oh shit yeah which was a little bit weird to me because like i said in, in my mind that's the same ship mm-hmm. it just happens to look different for small reasons that like after the uh, the kelvin timeline happens yeah obviously little changes that butterfly effect happen and things might look slightly different mm-hmm. but really you're not in a different space you're in the same space right exactly yeah. so that kind of bugged me a bit but it was cool to see like shatner kirk completely shut shit down he's like he was shutting people down in his new world when he came back he was ridiculing it yeah that's my shatner oh yeah that's that's the kirk i want yeah the um one thing i was gonna ask you is that what do you think of uh alien covenant what what you've seen again i'm on full media blackout full media blackout full media blackout i saw a trailer that made me ask too many questions Mm -hmm. about like is this david is this like who who's the like who's the android he's the same one is this whole thing a thought experiment like sending them out in different, like they're all in different ships going in different directions. Yeah. Like with different Davids on them to yeah. figure shit out. Like I didn't know what was going on, so I walked away. Yeah, no, that you did a good thing. I've, I've been, because I, um, I don't hide my uh, love for aliens. Yeah, you're a huge aliens fan. Yeah, so um, uh, I was talking to um, our co- co-host, uh, Raji, about it, and he's like said, well, he saw the trailer and he said, um, well, it looks like it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's just aliens... Uh, it's it's an alien remake. I'm like, well, Raji, I'm like, you. I'm like, I said to him, I said, you. That's what Aliens is. Yeah. Um. It's a it's a horror movie basically. Oh yeah. And uh, but it's good that you've gone a media blackout. Um, but uh, in the sense that, I hope you like what you see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I did. Like mm-hmm. when I saw the trailers, I wasn't like I didn't hate hate Prometheus. I thought they made a lot of mistakes. Oh yeah. Like run to the side. That big donut croissant thing Always is rolling to side, towards yeah. you. Yeah. Run to the fucking side, dummy. Mm-hmm. Get all that room out there. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your xenomorph specialist, your alien, your your extraterrestrial specialist with his helmet off, a goofy grin on his face, poking things that are like, no, you're a scientist. Act like a scientist. Yeah. You're acting like, you know, like a third level mechanic. Mm-hmm. Not even the chief mechanic, because even he's smarter than you. You're acting like yeah. a dumbass, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. So there were characters out there who, like, betrayed their backgrounds. I yeah. didn't like that. Mm-hmm. But overall... I look back on that movie kind of fondly, especially when the the xenomorph kind of comes out. <laughs> it was great, man. Yeah, the um, I like I I would look at that movie as like a. I think it's a good, um, because of what I've seen so far and what what they're planning to do. Like I mm-hmm. won't spoil for anybody, but like um, what they're planning to do, and uh, um, how Prometheus sets up for the new the new universe coming yeah. in, uh, it's gonna be very interesting to see. And uh, from what I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what the reaction has been at those? Uh, they had like those, you know, those those cinemathons or whatever yep. they're called, and uh, they they screened twenty minutes of it, and people went absolutely crazy. That's like the new thing to do, huh? Yeah, like it, screen twenty minutes and just like blow people's minds. Yeah, everyone was like, people were like, holy shit, what the hell is this? I mean, like yeah. they've got weird casting choices, which I think is good. Yeah, like I I like I like Danny McBride. Danny McBride, yeah, like that's cool to me. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're gonna have genuine stories, like the whole thing how they're all kind of couples and whatnot, and they're on this ship. 
Yeah, they're, they're, the, it's a colony shit. They're it's gonna a colony shit, the, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the whole dinner sequence where they're all kind of chummy. Yeah. That was where I walked away. I'm like, oh, this looks like I'm going to have fun getting to know people who are all going to die. Yeah. So I should just leave this alone right now. Oh, yeah. It's um because uh, really Scott went completely the other way. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he goes, this is going to be, he goes, and he said, he goes, this is a movie you have to see in IMAX. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't mind that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you have to make certain changes, by, it's still stay, but still stay true to like mm-hmm. the, the idea of what you're going after. Like you're... It has to be in the universe you've created. Yeah. So there's going to be similarities. Mm-hmm. And you're going to reboot certain things in a similar way. Yeah. But at the same time, at some point, though, it's got to go left when you expect it to go right. Yeah. Sometimes to like move everything forward, you're going to have to upset, even upset, excuse me, upset your base. Yeah. I mean, and that was, I think a lot of guys weren't happy with, like, and myself too, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. how it really felt like a remake. Yeah. But I understand that, well, you have to reset it a bit. Yeah. And I think uh, Michael Fassbender said the same thing about Prometheus. Yeah. Prometheus. He's like, sometimes you have to like, and I think actually I'm quoting him because he said, uh, yeah, sometimes you have to like upset the base a little bit yeah. to move something forward. Yeah, I, I can so, see that. And uh, um, uh, like I know you didn't want to like, we want a media blackout. So this is not about what the movie is, but like mm-hmm. what they want to do is that if this is successful, he's going to make a prequel to this movie. So it ties, so there's going to be a, a movie about in between. Yeah, I, I wonder if like, does he even need to call it that anymore? Like they're just different stories yeah. in the alien universe. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Be, and they're all going to tie into the story. That's and, cool, man. And he said if, the, if that was successful, because I'm going to keep making these alien movies. Yeah, I'm totally okay yeah. with that. And I say, I think that's, I think that's great. Yeah, it's like, uh, like the young Han Solo movie. Mm-hmm. It's not a prequel. It's just, it's another story you haven't heard. Yeah. We do it in comic books all the time. Mm-hmm. So why can't we dabble around in movies like that? Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally cool with him doing that. Yeah, there was, um, uh, uh, except for, except for Terminator, let Terminator die. Terminator's got to die. And I think they got to, from what I've seen, I feel like they got to let Predator die too. Okay, um, okay. I'm I, not even. Okay, I, I, I want to, I want to hear what you have to say about that. I just want it to go away. Okay. I mean, like, I like Shane Black. I was uh, I was the guy who stayed away from Iron Man three forever. Yeah. Even though I'm a Shane Black fan, mm-hmm. and not because of nostalgia. Like I mean, I thought uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was fucking awesome. Awesome movie. Uh, the Nice Guys. Yep. Like these are these are cool movies, man. And Shane Black can pull off that Elmore Leonard kind of style. Mm-hmm. So when everybody like was talking shit about Iron Man three, I walked away. But then I saw it on the airplane all the way back uh, last year, a year ago mm-hmm. from Thailand, and I really didn't hate it at all. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think it was great. No, but it was it's definitely better number two. Definitely better number two, yeah. And it was a, a stronger entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And it leaves you with questions, too. Mm-hmm. And it pissed me off, because I thought Rebecca Hall should have been the main bad guy. But then the other guy was, or Killian Aldrich was, so, so whatever, right? Yeah, that's right. But um, I didn't hate it at, at, at all. But with this one, I'm looking at everything that's happening in here, and I'm really just like putting a lot of faith in that Shane Blackness. That hopefully he doesn't fuck it up. Yeah. But it looks like I'm going to fucking hate it. Yeah, um, when I saw like, Kate, and I'm not sure if like if you feel the same way I do, but uh, I fucking hate kids in movies. Uh, I'm I'm on the fence because there have been clearly you can have kids in movies and they're awesome. Logan, right? I mean, Logan can, is one example. Yeah, it's it's one example in a, in a bunch. Like there have been kids, like the kid in the mist. I didn't hate when he was in that. Like there are movies that I have kids in them where they serve a purpose. Yeah, like like that. That's my whole thing too. Jenny like, from Commando. Like kids in movies can be okay, yeah. but then it, there are guys who make them the the centerpiece. Like I don't like the kid yeah, being see, the yeah, chosen yeah, one. Yeah, that, yeah, see that that that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I, I that, that was a too general when I said that, mm-hmm. but like that's exactly it. When the kid is become becomes the focal point, because I know that, that this takes place in suburbia, I think, right? Yeah, which is weird to me, man. Is am I right? Is that no? I think you're right. I yeah. think you're absolutely right. And uh, there is, um, I don't know anybody in that movie. Uh, I think there's. I'm not well, sure. Keegan Michael Key is in it. Okay, he's uh, in it, right? Yeah. There's, there's like looking at the cast photo. I can't, like, I can't remember who's exactly in there, but they're, they're familiar faces. Yeah, and uh, and I don't. I know the budget's huge, and they're hoping that this is look, it. It's I think it's like one, 
Actually, I'll find out right now. Yeah, take a look. I, I was not totally sure what it was. I thought it was like, a, oh, he's going to use his Pixel phone. Okay, Google. Oh, he's got it activated. What's the budget for the new Predator movie? Bananas. He's using technology. Oh, we might have an actual immediate response. Yeah, $140 million. Wow! That's Waterworld money! Yeah. <laughs> wow! But where, is, where the hell is my Waterworld sequel? God yeah, damn it! It's, uh, it's, this is, this is going to be a big, big budget movie. That's massive! Because they're hoping to set off a universe with this. See, I mean, like, they were doing so well. Like, there were so many franchises that were scaling back and doing a great job of scaling it back. Yeah. Scale this one back, too. I would, I would definitely scale it I back. Want a, I want a giant guy in a rubber suit. Mm-hmm. And you just like throw some glycerin all over him so he's slimy and gross and gooey. Yeah. And then just let him fuck a bunch of humans up. Yeah, exactly. You know what the perfect example of that is? Is a uh, is the the Spawn remake. Is that actually going to happen? Like, yeah. are we going to get one? Yeah. Uh, Tom McFarlane says it's going to happen. Uh, he's been saying that for like a year, though. Um, he apparently... And adamantly. And because the thing is, he said... Because a lot of problems when you when you try to get these these big budget movies... these mo- Well, not even big budget, but these kind of movies made. Yeah. Especially when they've had, they've been... You've had a big budget before and it didn't perform well. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly what you were just saying. Because uh, Tom McFarlane wants to scale it back. Yeah, I did hear that. Like, yeah. he, he wants to... Like, Spawn isn't even going to be the main character. He's not even going to... You're not even able to see him. He's just going to be like a shadow. Yeah. And so he says, you know what? We can shoot it for cheaper and just focus on story more. Yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't mind seeing a good Spawn horror movie. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, with um, with the Spawn itself. Like, the what, what was his name? He had a name to what, what the actual suit or the, the force is, right? He's got a, is it, it wasn't oh. a Spawn. But, um, uh. yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't mind a horror movie where he's, do you know if he's a good guy or a bad guy? Yeah. Like, he could be like Jason. I've always said Jason is my favorite horror movie character of all time. Because, he's your favorite? Yeah, because he's almost ambiguous, but at the same time, like, he's got a code. Like, he won't kill kids, he won't kill animals. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're having sex in front of him, he'll fuck you up. Yeah. But, but you don't really know. And if you don't directly attack Jason, he won't directly attack you, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, Michael Myers is a freak show. Like, he'll he'll slaughter whatever's in his way. Yeah, see, I'm... Uh... So, I, I would like to see Spawn in that Jason kind of, like, make him the Jason of your movie. Yeah, see that that's a good idea. Yeah. I, I'm for me, it's like, uh, oh my god, I love Michael Myers so much. But yeah, Jason Voorhees is probably yeah, yeah, he's probably he's probably my top guy. Yeah, I, I, to me, is I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I think Michael Myers is really cool. Like yeah. he's a really he's an awesome bad guy. Yeah, the Halloween series is cool. He's got a neat story to him. Like you don't you can't trust him. Even the kid, like the the one, his little niece there. Even she kind of trusted him, but you shouldn't trust that guy. Like I can't, oh, yeah. well, he's yeah. not trustworthy. Yeah, because J- yeah, because he's he's pure evil. Yeah, well, yeah, like he's a creation of a cult, right? Like yeah. he's a, or he's like he's worshipped by a cult, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, I never really got super into it outside yeah. of like just kind of watching movies every now and then. Yeah, because he was a he was a kid. Like I mean, those lines that they, they said in the first Halloween movies, like what is mm. what was behind his eyes? His he had the blackest eyes. He's like he has the devil devil's yeah. eyes. Fuck, I know there's at least one person losing their shit listening to this, but I'm I'm almost certain he's like possessed by something that the cult worships. Or something I think like that. so. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, and uh, whereas Jason is just a revenge machine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, there's um oh, and what do you think of the um sorry to interrupt. What's what do you think of the new Transformers movie? Oh, I'm gone. I don't even care about those movies. Okay. I haven't watched them since number two. I barely watched number two. I think I sell I slept in that theater. Yeah. But um yeah, they're they're not even my cup of tea. I get the kids like them. Like I understand that kids enjoy these movies. And Michael Bay has always said, admirably, he's always said, I make movies for fourteen year old boys. Yeah. They got girls in them, they got pretty girls, they got big explosions. I'm American, I wave the flag, whatever. Yeah. That's his thing. It's not my thing. I walked away. I walked away, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think I saw the first one and the second one, I think. Yeah. And I saw them I saw the second I saw them both in theaters. The first one I was like, Okay, this is probably as good as it's gonna get for uh making a live action Transformers movie. Yep. And then the second one, I was like, This is really stupid. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I man, I only remember things like the glasses where he could like see through the glasses that his parent or his grandfather had and yeah. like light hit it a certain way or project images into his brain. Yeah, it felt like it felt like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what was going on there, but like yeah, I just I walked away. Yeah. But then again, it's like I'm I'm trying to be that uh that no hate guy right now. Yeah. And and I mean I didn't I didn't go after it. It wasn't my thing. I just left it alone. Yeah. I don't know why Transformers have like I know they had like some of them had goatees in the original generation one cartoon. Oh yeah. But some of these guys have shaggy beards. Yeah, like didn't there was something like one of them had like a full metally kind of beard thing. Yeah, I think the, yeah. He looked like he looked like he was like Scottish or Irish or something. Oh no, no. You know what? The Jetfire, the new Jetfire, had that. He's in, like number two, or number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's a new guy uh, in here. He's like, he looks like uh, like a lumberjack transformer. Oh, that's that's crazy. I was like, oh god, that's and, crazy, crazy. Well, yeah. they're gonna reboot all of that next year. Like yeah. Transformers, I I don't know about the movies. I think the movies are gonna be their own distinct thing. Mm-hmm. But Transformers as like a as a entity is gonna reboot itself. And um, Optimus Primal is going to become the new guy from Beast Wars. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he's like the new leader again, and that's going to be the new reset continuity. They're going to they're going to go in that direction again. Yeah, because I know they're they're going to make like a dozen more tra- uh, Transformers movies. Yeah, like there's a Bumblebee spinoff coming. There's a bunch of things happening in the movie universe. Yeah, but so. as far as like the toys and comics, like we're going to enter a new generation. Whereas Generation One was its own thing, mm-hmm. and it had its own like mythology and continuity and all that. Yeah. Then Beast Wars was still technically Generation One, like it exi- it existed in the same world. Mm-hmm. But now they're going to have like another one that exists, I think, maybe in that world, but mm-hmm. does its own thing. Do you think that'll be as popular? I, I think Transformers will always own market. Actually, you know what? You know why I think it's going to be popular? Because that there was a whole generation that grew up on, on that, not knowing the Generation 1 stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. And at the same time, like, could you imagine that kid who saw them go back to the Ark in Beast Wars when Optimus Prime will take some Matrix from Optimus Prime? Mm-hmm. Like, well, who's that? Well, that's Optimus Prime. That's the original. That's the one that we grew up with. Yeah. And that kid is like, what the fuck? And he goes and checks out Generation 1, and that blows his mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, think I, was, I was like that when it came to, uh, to Alien. Yeah. Because I, I saw Aliens first. I think a lot of people did. I think our, a lot of our generation saw it first. Yeah, and then I saw that. Because um, James Cameron did a really good job of summing up what happened in Alien in the first scene. Yeah, just like Paul Reiser talking to Sigourney Weaver. Exactly. Is, is like you're you're caught up. Yeah, you're caught up. And like yeah. and I remember that board meeting? Mm-hmm. And she explained that, that that explains everything that happened in Alien to a T. Then I was watching that and I was like, and I was talking to my cousin, showed me that movie. And afterwards, I saw the movie, I, I was scared. I, I didn't want to go to sleep. <laughs> it's a horror. Yeah, and then uh, he said, uh, he goes, no, you think this movie's scary? He's like, this is based, on, there's a movie before this called Alien. Mm-hmm. So everything they're talking about, there's another movie behind that. So that. Oh, Aliens made you not want to sleep. There was some scary shit in there for kids our age, though. Because the whole thing for me with aliens was so scary was yeah. that um, I just tried to imagine myself in that situation. Yeah. Just being stuck in there, having no, rescues not coming. I couldn't sleep at night. <laughs> it's claustrophobic. I, yeah, I had nightmares about that movie. That's something, man. Yeah. That, what was what year? It was 86, right? 86 it came out, yeah. Yeah, so I, we're, like, we're like 10, 9 years old when that comes out. Yeah. So, yeah, I, that's going to scare you. Yeah, I saw it when I was 9 or 10. Yeah. And I was like... I hated that movie. And now it's in my top 10 movies of all time. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I and then just, when you saw that director's cut for the first time, freaking mini guns, the aliens coming down the hill. Blew me away. I was like, That's this is cool, the best man. movie ever made. Yeah, it's a very, I mean, for its time too. When you look at the, the year that was made and all the other shit that was out that time, like aliens was pretty far ahead of its time. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, man. there was like, because like I was, because um, I, I was going on Cody mm-hmm. and I looked at, um, I was looking for movies and you can search by year. So I went 1986. Yep. And I looked at all the movies that was that were in there nothing compares to aliens some dumb shit out that year there's a lot there was a lot of garbage yeah except for big trouble little china <laughs> yeah awesome movie what a great stupid character yeah jack burton <laughs> jack burton is maybe my favorite dumb character of all time okay, who would you rather um if you had to go to, get into like an f mary kill here 
okay, okay. <laughs> who would you rather? I'm like, well, not Look, Jack Burton. Okay, well, who would you rather um, go to war with? Would it be Jack Burton or Ash Williams? Oh, man, two great dumb characters. Yeah, two great idiots. I, I would, just for Army of Darkness, I would go with Ash. Ash? Okay. Because he's, like, somewhat competent at times in that. And he's got a lot of bravado, whereas Jack has got, like, bravado and absolutely nothing to show for it. That's true. That's, I, like, that's like having a fight between, like... Uh, um, two penguins. Or, or actually, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, actually, or like, or, or um, George McFly versus Ralph Hurley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like who would you rather go into like a fist fight with? Exactly. Like, yeah, probably George McFly though, because at the end when it came right down to it, he popped Biff in the face. Yeah, so he, he's yeah he's a one punch hero, right? He really is. Whereas Ralph Hurley, yeah, Ralph Hurley, he has a karate chop, yeah, but he also ineffective. Yeah, but he also a hyperventilates. <laughs> true he's always pulling his pants up yeah. man there are so many people who won't even get that like they they might get george and fly but they won't get furley yeah yeah exactly yeah because they have no idea who that character is yeah so just for reference uh george mcfly uh, that's your, your back michael, to the future yeah michael michael j fox's dad from back to the future yeah and ralph furley from Lady, one of the greatest sitcoms of all time yeah the landlord from uh three's company ladies yeah. man extraordinaire according to himself <laughs> he's a dashing bastard that guy yeah best wardrobe i've ever seen on a on a on a TV character in my life. Was was he like the the king of the deep V? Or at least like the, the deep open button up shirt. Like his shirt was open deep. And he had the medallion too, right? Yeah, he did. He yeah. wore a little medallion. Yeah, and, and when he first showed up. Yeah. And then uh, people didn't, under, people didn't, uh, people couldn't believe their eyes. They're like, this guy is so out of control. Fuck, TV was so different back then. Yeah, because it wasn't trying to be anything. No. Nah. And like what I loved about TV in the 70s and the 80s was the sets. <sighs> God, there were sets you could live in. Yeah. Man, and like now there there are a few shows that kind of pull it off. I'm not a big Bang Theory fan at all. I hate that show. But um, that's a nice set. I look at that all the time and think to myself like that's that's a pretty decent set. I think the show with the my favorite set, um, I I like to live in Jerry's apartment. Um, yeah, Jerry's apartment, Seinfeld's. Cool. Yeah, uh, uh, South Fork. <laughs> yeah, South Fork, South Fork Ranch, Dallas. Yeah. For anybody who who yeah. is in the know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, have a drink with Sue Ellen at the night at night. Yeah, man. The drunken witch. Have Jr. come out and threaten to kill you. Yeah, exactly. Shoot you. He'll all pissed off. What yeah. are you doing, with my wife? Exactly. Served breakfast by the pool in the morning. Shit. <laughs> Mimosas or some shit like that. Exactly. It was a nice pool, man. You're getting, you got Ray Krebs working in the working in the yard. There was a uh, yeah. That, that's your favorite set. Two very different different locations too. Like I was I would the say interior my, of that house is not the exterior of that house. No, it's not. You're right. Yeah, um, two different I, places. I think like if I want, if there was a set that I want to like live in, mm-hmm. I'd say Jerry's. I'd say the Seinfeld apartment. I, I would say to live in a place that would be the nicest one. That would that would be really cool. Like that's in a cool part of town too. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. That'd be a nice place to live. If I had to like get to like, hang out in a set, it's uh, the school. Welcome back, Cotter. Oh yeah, Fuck, I, I love that place, man. Like oh, I look at, I'm thinking like the colors, like it's gritty, it's grimy. I would have loved to go to school there. Oh yeah, with the sweat hogs. With the sweat, I'd be a sweat hog. Yeah, absolutely. Those those guys were those guys were studs. <laughs> Fuck, that was such a cool. It was like it felt like a 70s 80s school. Like yeah, it was, it was ugly. The colors were gross. The floors were stained. Like the walls had, I don't know, maybe like a food fight cupcake stain on it. Yeah, like it was a really cool. That was not cleaned, set. That was not cleaned up for weeks. No, it was not. They couldn't afford a janitor. That place is dirty as hell. Do you think? Um, uh, are you if you were watching that show, would you be surprised at how far um, John Travolta's career would gone? I mean, watching it then, you knew the guy was gonna be a superstar. Yeah, it was just, it was guaranteed. The guy yeah. had like a way about him. Like even even the friggin' up your nose, the rubber hose. Like he would say weird shit like that with such charisma. Yeah, super charismatic. Yeah, but if you were gonna be, if you were in in the late seventies, that shows like seventy nine, seventy eight. Yeah, it came out when I was born. Yeah, it was yeah. It, was a, it was a while ago. Yeah, if you were there watching that show as a fifteen year old, 
and then you were in a coma and you woke up and you saw John Travolta now, you'd be like, no fucking way. No fucking way. <laughs> that that yeah. is not Vinny Barbarino. If I was watching Pulp Fiction or Face Off. Maybe or like, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. But Maybe like Pulp if you Fiction, saw him yeah, today yeah. with that weird like the transplanty hairline that he's got now. <sighs> yeah. Just or like, if he had all the makeup on and a goatee. Yeah. Making out with Tom Cruise. I don't know. You wouldn't. No. You, you'd walk away. I'd walk away. You'd put I, yourself back in the coma. Yeah. Because I think I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually amazed at uh, um, what's it, Freddie Boo Boom Washington. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought he, I thought he would go on to like that. He's still around, or he yeah, was uh that he would be go on more to like, famous, more famous. Yeah, because he was uh, I, I liked him watching him as much as I loved watching uh. Yeah, Freddie was cool, man. He was cool. He was like the coolest black guy on TV. Like he was just there was something so slick about that guy. Yeah, just like remember he's like, he's like hi there. <laughs> hi there, hi there. What a great cast too, man. Like uh, Horshack, Horshack, Epstein. Yeah. yeah, one Ep- the Puerto Rican, the Jew. Puerto Rican Jew. Like, great characters. Man, the seventies is some cool characters. Oh man, yeah. I just uh, like and I, th- some of those shows like have actually withstood the test of time. Oh yeah, because um, uh, like one show that I didn't I didn't like at all was um, uh, you know Archie Bunker. Yeah, yeah All in the Family. All in the Family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you know it still comes on like before. Oh, yeah, it's before um on Deja View. It's right? on somewhere in the world. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, and uh, I we we're watching it. And I'm like. My mom watches it, and I was mm-hmm. like, uh, I was, "I'm like, mom, like, what?" You? And then my dad we used to watch it too, and my dad's like, "This is not, this is not a good show." Because like, what did I see in this show? Really? Yeah. Like, what did he see in it when he watched it back what, then? Yeah, because back, back then he liked it, but now it hasn't withstood the test of time for him. No way. Huh? Yeah, and whereas like I said, he said he, he's like he goes, "How come? Why is it that Three's Company did?" I'm like, "Because Three's Company's comedy is universal. It's it's it withstand because it's simple comedy. It's simple. It's got a lot of slapstick to it. Exactly. I mean, like Jack Tripper falling over a couch. Yeah, he's the old school Kramer. He, it's true. Yeah. I mean, he did physical comedy better than anybody else. Anybody the time. else? Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah. He had like a like just a gangly weirdness about him, and mm-hmm. at the same time, like he's a good looking guy. Yeah. He looks like he's gonna be able to take care of himself. Yeah. No matter where he is. Yeah. I don't mean like physically, but like he's the kind of guy who is competent. Yeah. And then at the same time, he'll fall over a couch if he's going to make somebody laugh. Yeah, exactly. If he's not, if he's carrying a cake with 40 candles on it, well, he might drop that cake or he might almost drop it, but you're watching him. Like you're glued to, you're glued to him as a physical presence yeah, yeah, on the you, Yeah, you can't like, he's like, I, he's kind of like a, um, this is kind of a weird situation. I think you're right though. He, he was very Kramerish at the, at the time, right? Yeah, exactly. Physically anyway. Yeah, physically because he didn't, he wasn't crazy, yeah. but he knew how to like. Um, act goofy, yeah. use physical comedy to like to his character. Yeah. So like you know when he uh, when Cindy would open the door, he's behind the door in the kitchen, and he mm-hmm. get nailed. He would crash into the kitchen table, and he look at her like like like, yeah, a, man. like he got hit in the face, and like he'd be like oh like that whatever. And uh, um, that's you can't teach that. That is like you have to be that has to be ingrained in you to be physically oh yeah funny and match that with like uh match that with performance. Yeah, like comedic timing. Yeah, like you you with can't timing, yeah. teach comedic timing. No, not at all. Yeah, there's some guys who just have it, and some guys who try so hard to get it. But you never, you never like get glued to the screen the same way with those characters, right? Not at all. Like, like one, the only person like because like, you watch it because you can't take your eyes off Jack when he's when you're watching that show. Yeah. And I liken it to uh, when I watched The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't take your eyes off Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger in that movie. Oh yeah, he's. I mean, he commands every like he he commands respect and everything that he's in. Yeah. He's um. I had a a weird. I think I told you about this where I was telling my mom about like the the U.S. election. Yeah, and I kind of brought up that how the election really and Donald Trump, it's it's Batman and the Joker. Yeah, like that is the Dark Knight. the The whole U.S. election in general, all every every aspect of it to me is just like the Dark Knight. You got Obama is essentially Batman. Mm-hmm. He comes in, everything's cool, but he like he rattles he rattles all the cages, right? Mm-hmm. And in their fear, the Republicans turn to something they didn't fully understand. Yeah, 
and they thought they could control it, mm-hmm. and he burned a pile of money, yeah. and he told them all to go fuck themselves, and yeah. now he he runs the place. Yeah, it's like just like there are little things that went on the whole way that I was just like I've I've kept I bring it up a lot, I bring it up as much as I bring up the fact that Lake Placid is Star Wars, but it is one of those things I bring up to in my head. It's yeah, it's like a correlation of that. Like they they turn to something they don't fully understand, mm-hmm. and it burns them. Yeah, and it, and it doesn't just burn them; it burns them gleefully with absolutely no respect for their well being. No, not at all. Because like it just wants to shake up the establishment yeah what a fucking weirdo that's true because yeah. because like that's uh that's true is like he's like uh this this whole this government deserves a better class of republican <laughs> exactly and i'm gonna give it to them <laughs> yeah i'm gonna give it to him <laughs> this city deserves a better class of criminal yeah yeah fuck man what holy a... crap i never thought about that that's totally true <laughs> yeah when my mom was so angry about what well, she's a huge dark knight fan mm-hmm. like weirdly enough like to say that your mom is a fan of the dark knight mm-hmm. my man is my mom is a huge fan of the dark knight she loves that movie mm-hmm. And when I said that to her, she's like, no, no, he's not the joke. He's not the joke. He's, oh my God, he's a joker. Holy shit, he's a joker. Yeah. <laughs> like she went from denial to acceptance yeah. so quick. Because like all the connective tissues are firing in her brain. She's like, oh my God, it's, tr- it's the truth. It is, yeah. You that, know, like that, you've got this outsider. No fucking way is he going to go anywhere here. But we'll use him for now and we'll shake up the establishment. Mm-hmm. And then little by little, he gains more and more power by just like, by just being crazy. Like you can't it's like fighting the weirdest moving fighter of all time. Like he, you, you assume at some point you're going to figure this guy out, but you can't because he moves in places you're not going to expect him to move. Yeah. Before you realize it, he's the front runner. Mm -hmm. And then like, before you realize that it's like all these people who thought he's going to be your voice, like all this, like this Republican voting base, like he's going to be our voice. Well, no, because he's just doing whatever the fuck he wants all willy nilly. Mm -hmm. He's running the white house. Like it's the apprentice. Literally. Yeah. He's bringing in guys like Kushner and guys like Bannon who shouldn't gel together and won't gel together. Yeah, and you got a Jewish and guy and an alt-right Nazi. Yeah. Yeah, like, what a fucking weirdo, man. Yeah. And you saw the results of it. Bannon, uh... You did. Bannon's out now. He's out. Like, weirdly enough, you're like, okay, first he gets his uh, his clearance revoked, and now, essentially, he's on the fringes. Just because somebody made a meme about President, uh, President Bannon. Yeah. While Trump is putting the blocks together on the White House floor. Like, he just... He's running that shit like The Apprentice, but he's doing it in such a weird, unpredictable way. Yeah. Which, uh, that's burning the money. You don't Absolutely, think he's yeah. burn the money. Yeah, <laughs> the Joker is never. He's never gonna burn the money. It's yeah, cool. there's no. There's and I think his cabinet's not even full yet. Like those, the lot of those jobs <laughs> that you were supposed to fill in the first hundred days. The first hundred days are pretty much considered a, a flop. It's a wash. Yeah, it's a, it's wash. a big. It's a big flop. So, um, and then like this week with the uh, the mother of all bombs was that yesterday? He dropped that eleven yesterday, ton think, bomb on yeah, Afghanistan. Yeah, the biggest non-nuclear weapon. Yeah. on Syria. I think he hit the runways or something. No, no. This this is the Afghanistan. Oh, in Afghanistan. Yeah, the, oh, okay. the Syrian strike was fifty nine missiles. Yeah, because uh, he's got the belief that Assad had something to do with the, the chemical strike. Oh, you mean the, is that the, is that the one that uh, Ivanka Trump told him to do? That's what he. That's what she, apparently she uh, <laughs> got into his head. I, I didn't hear that. But there's a lot of weird shit going on out there. That I mean, that's very likely. Yeah, but uh, there was the. It, it was essentially he just did it himself. He mm-hmm. didn't. He didn't really uh, notify or consult Congress. Mm-hmm. He just had his guys drop fifty nine strikes on an air on an airfield. Yeah. The idea wasn't to cripple the military. It was just to like let them know we're here. Oh, okay. And in a way that we're aggressive about it. Mm-hmm. But then yesterday, or it was earlier today, he dropped uh, what's called, like you said, it's the the largest non nuke or non nuke bomb. Eleven, I think it's twenty twenty seven thousand pounds. Or eleven tons altogether. Of, 11, of, 11, 11 tons. Eleven of, tons uh, of TNT. Yeah. Of TNT directly on what he believes to be a stronghold, a cave-based stronghold in Afghanistan, for uh, for ISIS. What was the uh, what was the intelligence behind it? Did they find out? I have no idea. But then again, like it, it doesn't even matter. 
No, he's just he he'll doesn't. he'll say something. He'll do something to distract somebody. Yeah. Fucking Kellyanne Conway getting getting torn apart yesterday at uh, the museum. Yeah. What, what what happened with that? Uh, Michael Wolf, I think, is interviewing her. Yeah. At the the museum, there's, there's a bunch of people there, a bunch yeah. of like different news news people in mm-hmm. general, like spin doctors, media media personalities. Yeah. And essentially, I think she had made some kind of comment. I think about uh, like we're living in darkness. Mm-hmm. Or the news, like the way we're being like fed our information, is essentially like it's, it's darkness. And then yeah. Michael Wolf said that, well, you you are the darkness. Yeah. And she took that super personally. And then she she made a comment to him about how, well, you know what I tell little kids is not everything somebody says is true. If somebody says it, doesn't mean it's true. And he's like, uh, that, that's you, woman. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like you're contradicting yourself. So people oh, just nice. jumped all over that shit. Nice. Because she's uh, she's not a not a thinker. She's a, she's a doer. She's a doer. Yeah, but she's not yeah. a thinker. No, she's not at all. Like she, I, I'll give her. I don't like Kellyanne Conway at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's. Uh, uh, bu- at least this version of her. Yeah, that, this I don't Trump like, version. This of her, Trump yeah. version of her, right? Because like you know she was, um, uh, like she did her. She's good at what she does. She got Trump in the White House. Yeah, she got him in there. And uh, oh yeah, her rhetoric. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. she, she built this. She she built the Trump version of the Hope poster. And that that voting base came out and put him in. Like whatever you want to say about the Russian hacking, mm-hmm. I'm sure there is a lot of shit going on there. Yeah, but like there there is a strong base of Russian voters, or not Russian. Well, yeah, maybe that slip of the tongue meant it. Yeah, there's a strong base of Russian voters <laughs> yeah. and and Republican voting base that yeah. voted him in, based on her rhetoric. Yeah, and, there's, and a, plus like a lot of um, and she spoke to a lot of the um, people who voted for Obama who mm-hmm. who, were, who did not vote for vote for de- Democratic didn't vote Democratic this time. Yeah, who just decided it's not our not our place to vote for Hillary. Yeah, and yeah. um. Yeah, Hillary missed out on like, like millions of votes. Like a lot of people didn't like her. She's not. She's not very likable. Yeah, she's really. She's hard to get behind. Yeah, she's very hard to get behind. Like she and she she fucked it for herself. I mean, I think between her and if anybody here does listen to or does pay attention, like the way the DNC worked, her and Wasserman Schultz. I mean, yeah, there's a huge railroading, mm-hmm. and Bernie got railroaded. And that turned a lot of people off. Yeah, which got a lot of people not voting for her. But then in turn, not voting Hillary. By like, like by uh, what I guess like a non-violent protest. Really, you just sat down when you should have stood up and voted for somebody, and Trump got in. Yeah, it's like your your protest by saying I abstain from voting essentially is the reason Trump got in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's just, that's just the way it was. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there was um, and I think Trump uh, and also like he he was like Trump did also something he did something that that was very um, I don't want to say smart because I don't want uh, I don't want to put anything I don't want to associate the word Trump with, with Trump with smart. intelligence. Yeah. So, but what the what he did was that he all those coal mining jobs mm-hmm. that he's because like a lot of those um those coal mining um, facilities are in Pennsylvania and the state that's very near Pennsylvania. I'm not, I'm not too sure which one it is, but like uh um I should know this. But, but that like, that whole area is hot with coal. It's hot with coal, like right? pretty much down from I, I would say like Kentucky all the way up, like past Virginia up into Pennsylvania. Like yeah, yeah I think it was, a lot I think it was Pennsylvania and Virginia. Yeah. yeah, and so that's where the the major um that area is where all the major coal miners are. Mm-hmm. And so he got the vote because because Hillary said we were going to move forward with like getting off coal. Mm-hmm. Okay, those 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 miners are going to be like, we're not voting for Hillary. Yeah, just based on that alone, because economy and jobs are everything. That true. There's a lot of people too who are who are not exactly eager to see coal come back too, right? And there's a lot of guys the, who the majority of, of people don't want to see coal come back. Yeah, and these are people who were historically coal backers. Yeah, like it's it's a it is a dirty industry. Like it, mm-hmm. it creates a lot of health problems. Yeah, people want to they don't want just coal jobs. They want jobs back. Yeah, and um, they don't be stuck in a mine shaft. Yeah, exactly, and um, because. Uh, there was a recent article that was posted on, 
I put it on Facebook. I'll, I'll send it to you. But like, there's a, they're saying that because, um, because solar is actually creating five times more jobs mm-hmm. or even six times more jobs than coal. Cause coal is declining now Yeah, completely. Like no one, like China's closed a hundred over 120, I think a couple of months, I think about a month ago, the number yeah, was, was, was really recent. Yeah. And they, um, they, they closed 120, uh, coal, coal, um, factory, uh, uh, projects that were going to go up mm-hmm. um, because they know that the future is not going to be coal. Yeah, it's it's going to be solar. It's going to yeah. be renewable energy. Yeah, exactly. No matter what. And there's that coal museum that's in in Pencil. I think it's in Pennsylvania, or they just I just I just found the article today. Mm-hmm. They the a coal museum. Yeah. In a coal mining town, which never benefited from coal. Mm-hmm. Like the people who died with had health issues. They the median life age the median life expectancy was like. 50 i think or something like that yeah the average medium income was like almost at poverty levels and this was a coal mining town mm-hmm. and now the the coal museum is solar powered oh oh no i did read about this did you read about solar this power on the rooftops yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah and they said the entire town now was going to be all powered by solar that's the, that's the plan for it now i mean once that once the concept of things like the home battery mm-hmm. and tesla's idea of energy storage yeah solar energy storage became a reality that's just the way to go. No, absolutely. It makes it so easy and it makes it cheaper. Oh yeah. It's it's efficient, it's easy to get your hands on. It's going to it's not going to be as ex- as expensive as it used to be. It's not at all. It's, it's not getting cheaper ugly. and cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's no longer ugly. Nope. I mean, he showed those tiles like Tesla or uh, Musk had those tiles you're mm-hmm. showing like this is the traditional tile compared to the the um clay tiles or mm-hmm. whatever what are, what are the shingles called? The, they are clay shingles, right? I think so, yeah. Or the terracotta whatever mm-hmm. they were. Mm-hmm. And then the solar shingle, which is like damn near unbreakable mm-hmm. and they're attractive. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you're really getting it to a place where it's it's going to be very easy to get your hands on. Yeah, because like, I think U.S. has gone so much forward. They've gone, they've come so far with coal technology with uh, solar, solar. Tech, with solar that they can't afford to go back. No, I no what I, what I think it is too is if I'm not wrong, last year or it was late 2015, mm-hmm. they passed the threshold mm-hmm. that it no longer makes sense to backtrack on solar because yeah. they're they're at a point now where they're actually gaining steam. Mm-hmm. There, it is making money. It's easy to get your hands on. Yeah. Um, they they passed that threshold where now this will be the energy of the future. Yeah. And renewable energies will be the energy of the future. Yeah. The uh, and, and not just the the friggin' windmills everybody's freaking out about, right? Yeah. Exactly. There's yeah. um and plus there's 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 numerous uh, uh, ways to get, to harness energy from like whether it's uh like people are coming up with new energy like energy uh sources all the time whether yeah, it's man. either it's through recyclables or gaining it from. Uh, waste or whatever it is like these, these they're coming all the time because these not even from environmental perspective but like from just from a money perspective yeah um that's where it's going to be there's money to be had yeah exactly i mean like and they they better freaking think about environmental because you hear about now how the uh they're saying that there will be across transatlantic transatlantic or trans-pacific flights mm-hmm. there will be more turbulence now like yeah. you've changed the the i guess the environment so much the heat levels in that like the percent the the area they fly yeah. in, mm-hmm. the majority of flights from, say, like, L.A. Uh, to Vancouver, all the way across into Asia. If you're flying that direction, they have to go in those pathways, those highways, and there will be turbulence. There. Oh, yeah. I just read that today, actually. Yeah. I think the jet stream's yeah, think, gone up in temperature. Yeah, I think, did you read that? I think, yeah, I read the same article. Mm-hmm. It was just, uh, um... We got coral bleaching. Yeah. Like, the, the Great Barrier Reef is white. Yeah. And you've got turbulence in the air permanently. Yeah. So we're we're hitting like an ecology threshold. Like yeah, it's we're we're fucking up the planet. Yeah, exactly. completely. Like, there's no more like, are we like, should we keep? Nah, let's just keep using oil. It's fine. Our grandchildren, they'll deal with it. No, no, no. We're gonna deal with this shit in the with like within forty years. 
we're going to see a major drastic change. We'll be alive, and people who are making the, the laws mm-hmm. to save the planet will be alive to feel the effects of their fuck-up if yeah. they don't change it now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. There's yeah. there's a... Um, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, because even Dubai started that... Um, deal that uh, that endowment fund or whatever mm-hmm. it is, that uh, thing where like um, they want to get off oil. They're, I think yeah. they're following the same model as the the United Arab Emirates. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and they said um, because they want to be off oil by 2020. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. that's that's the smart way to go. Yeah, it's it's that whole idea. It's like we can we can change it now for less cost than will to be than it will than it will cost to change it later. Mm-hmm. It's it's just cheaper to change now. Yeah. Than suffer the consequences and try to fix something later on. Exactly. Yeah. Like don't put a bandaid on it in forty years. Just, yeah. Exactly. Like. Hit the treadmill today because when you're 80 years old and your heart's giving out in you and you're wondering like, oh, I feel awful. You won't even be 80. You'll be 65. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You're going to feel like shit at 65 and you can't pick up your grandkids. Yeah. My hope is that they'll keep sinking uh, sinking these big ships so they can create more uh, more reefs with them. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like a, a big like that's a big um, I guess like a an easy way to build a better reef or environment mm-hmm. under under the the what's it called not the Great Barrier Reef there. They're doing it in in Australia and South Africa, I think. Yeah. And in South America, where they're sinking the big ships to create like a new ecology down there for yeah. the fish and whatnot. Yeah, that's right. It gives them somewhere to live and creates coral life. Yeah, they've been doing that for they've been doing that for a long time. I it's think, been right? some time, yeah. Yeah. So, it's just now it's getting like more and more news to it. Yeah. So they um yeah they take the ships to India and mm-hmm. they uh, they they take the scrap wherever they can, but the actual ship will the actually, ship itself yeah they they drain the, the they take everything all the equipment out of there yeah so it's just a shell no fuel no nothing yeah. and then they just uh they drain it of all fluids and they just yeah, they clean it out and they just dump it. Yeah. And they're finding tons of animal life, marine life down there. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's, I mean, like, whatever you can do to, to make more, like, a more sustainable environment down there, because it's it's a mess. It's hot. It's dirty. Mm-hmm. I only, like, only last week or two weeks ago, I actually saw the scope of what the garbage islands are. Mm-hmm. Like, the garbage islands in the Pacific and the Atlantic. Yeah. There are, like, actual islands of garbage. Mm-hmm. Half the size of the U.S. Yeah. And they're real and they're there. And, I mean, like, you hear that and you're like, oh, yeah, it's... That's that's gross. That's really gross. And you see a map of it, and you're like, holy shit, that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's an island of plastic and garbage and waste mm-hmm. floating around the, the oceans. Yeah, there was, um, uh, like, I feel bad. Just, I'm just, just drinking the, the, a, a water, a plastic bottle. But exactly. We're, we're the worst. We're not sustaining the environment. Plus, it's a Nestle, too. I, Nestle wants to own the world. They want water. to own the water. Yeah. I got to stop buying Nestle products. There was, um, actually. We're so contradictory. I know. Uh, there was actually, um, there was also this. Um, this posting that I saw these people, what they're doing is um, they're making uh, um, water in these um, in these seaweed like bubbles of water. Hmm. So it's it's it's, it's see through, but uh, what you can do is um, they're just they look like little sil- they're little spheres. Yeah, clear sp- and you can actually eat. So you just pop it in your mouth. And it's all the water, and it's uh, the the casing is uh, is edible. Yeah, I feel like I just. Yeah, I feel like for some weird reason I've heard about this, but yeah, the the weirdness of it. It's like an apple of water. It's an apple of water, yeah. Yeah, it's like a little apple water thing, and you can just eat it. Yeah, it's like the size of an orange. That's crazy. I think you can puncture one side of it, and you can just sip it, or people, what people do is they just, they picked it up from a table. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they just grabbed it, and they went... Do you remember the cans of air yeah. in uh, Spaceballs? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like, we're out of air, because the fucking maid thing is sucking the air out oh, of the yeah, like, atmosphere. Yeah, no. <laughs> he cracks the air, and he sniffs it. That's the kind of weird shit... That's like our technology is getting weird in like in really good ways. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because like, yeah, because this is this is all petrochemicals. Yeah, man. Yeah, like all these little these little cans and shit. The beep. There's a reason like you can't heat and cool these things. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll fuck you up. There's mm-hmm. there's carcinogens in here. Exactly. Because they're all made from fucking petrochemicals. Yeah. So uh, that that was, I thought that was that's a very cool idea, and I think they're just gonna keep because there's. Uh, 
when it comes to technology, you know, when it comes to like this kind of stuff for human consumption, mm-hmm. the, the industry is just moving forward and forward and forward. Yeah, man. And uh, shit is just going to be left behind. Yeah. Yeah. The bullshit and all that stuff. We're going to be like, you know what? What's a cheaper, more efficient, more clean way? That, that's that's the that's the model now. That's the goal. I feel, I really do feel like we are in the last, I'm, I'm, and it could last 30 years, but mm-hmm. we are in the last gasp of that old world way of thinking. Yeah. Like the, the money is the most important thing. Oil is the most important thing. Let's get some coal miners back to work. Like all that shit that like kind of in a bad way Trump stands for. I don't think that the Republican voting base stands for it. Yeah. I think they just want to be healthy and safe and they want to have jobs. That's it. Exactly. Just like anybody else. Democrat, yeah. Republican, whatever. They all want the same thing. Yeah. And the one leader will get them there. Mm-hmm. But that whole like that last gasp of screaming, money grubbing Wall Street types, like those those high collar yuppies with their giant cell phones in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Like once that whole hurrah is dead and gone, we're gonna see like the the technology guys, like the Elon Musk and the Bill Gates and these people who really want to save the fucking world in the right way. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna they're gonna get just get bigger and stronger. Yeah, there's a uh, um, yeah, because I, I just find that it's very it's too. It's, I think it's to the detriment of society that mm-hmm. we're not uh, moving forward because the, the world's moving forward like before like from getting to A to B yeah. took uh, 30 years then it took 20 years and then it took 10 years and now we're seeing like these massive like uh, paradigm shifts mm-hmm. in a matter of like five years yeah. and then two years and then next year we'll have like then uh, nanotech biotech all that stuff yeah quantum ha- yeah quantum it's, it's, it's happening on a yearly basis. Fuck, man. Didn't they yeah. just write Windows 95 on a strip of DNA? Yeah. It's pretty like much, yeah. Weird shit like that is happening. Like, yeah. These crazy technologies. Yeah. And like, the thing is, like, you need forward thinkers. Like, that's why, like, people say, like, we'll hate on Elon Musk for saying, yeah. like, you know, he's... I'm like, no, you need forward thinking people like yeah. that. But, well, he's he's not beholden to anybody. Nobody. Like, he can go and work in the Trump cabinet. Yeah. And he can fix it from the inside out. Yeah, absolutely. And then, but the problem is, we're so used to taking a side. Like, no, we have to take a side. You're on the wrong side. It's like, no, you're you're on the wrong side if you think that's a bad thing. Yeah, because you want you want a smart person to go in there and be like, no, this is what you have to fucking do. Exactly. Because Donald Trump's not going to change Elon Musk. No, no, it's going to be the other it's way gonna, around. It's going to be the other way around. He's fucking Tony Stark. Yeah, he's, he is Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's Actually, gonna, I never thought about that. He is Tony Stark. He's, he's going to do what he wants to do. Yeah. And if you don't think you're, if you, if you think you're going to change Elon Musk, no, he's going to change you. Yeah. It's the way it is. Yeah, that's exactly it. No, you're right because you should not be uh, beholden to like ties to government. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, you shouldn't have to pick a side. I fucking hate a civil war. Don't make me pick a side. No, fuck. We got like a crazy amount of news. We didn't even do highs and lows. Do you have any highs and lows this week, or did we kind of hit them all? Uh, we kind of hit a bunch of shit. Okay, well, you give me one. Well, I really didn't. I had a bunch of stuff that we were going to talk about that were just like um, just random shit. Our, our end of the run news. News that we hit. Okay. The Oilers in the playoffs. They had a uh, excellent first period last night. They had a great first period last night. And then they got, what is it, six penalties and none called in their favor. And they just fucking decided not to hit anybody anymore. Do you think they they, they spent they spent it all in the first period? Because like, they, they were so hyped up. They were so charged up that they, they, no, they I didn't think, keep their foot on their throat. I think they came back and they got to the point where if they even looked at the other team, they're going to get a penalty. That, that's really what. That's how I. Feel. I didn't. Wa- I didn't watch. I didn't watch the game. So like, uh, I'm not. I'm not the kind of guy who who screams bias. I I believe any sport with a ref or a judge is biased mm-hmm. in favor of one or the other. Okay. And we are not a big market American team. Mm-hmm. We're huge here, but we're not. We're not gonna make the same kind of money as like the Rangers or like fucking Dallas or whatnot, right? Yeah, they, they make good money somewhere else. But the way I see it is like you're gonna get you're gonna get some shitty calls against you. And the Oilers got a bunch of shitty calls against them. Yeah. No, I mean they had some weird ones like Kajula's stick was out against the boards and he got called for hooking. Um, Lucic like tapped uh, I can't remember who it was he tapped him in the quad that guy fell down like his life was over like uh, his mother felt it 
And uh, again, like just weird shit like that, things that wouldn't necessarily go your way. Mm-hmm. And then there were a bunch of little cross-checking calls that, that should have been, or interference calls that should have been on McDavid that just don't get called, right? Okay. But he doesn't complain. Like he's a, he's a good guy. He doesn't complain a lot. He's got a lot of like leadership qualities that are yeah that are just like that you want in your captain. Mm-hmm. So he's just being very professional. But um, yeah, I feel like those calls just went the wrong way last night. And it got to the point where it's like don't hit anymore and don't don't play as aggressive as you were in the first. Because you're gonna lose by getting all those freaking penalty calls, against okay. and they end up losing anyway. Yeah. So fucking come back and just start hitting hard. Like yeah. come back in your in your game two, mm-hmm. and just all three periods, take all the penalties, but make sure that when game three comes around, they're too tired to get up. Yeah, exactly. Like, hurt these guys. Hurt these guys. Yeah. You don't have to do it in a violent way or an no. aggressive way, but just a lot more body to body contact. Just I fucking totally start agree. Smashing guys. One thing I will. S- oh, sorry. Keep going. Oh no no that that was my okay um, my little mini rant there. Okay, my mini my uh, my hockey version my hockey uh, input would be uh, Jack Eichel. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard about this, but uh, apparently, uh, and I might—I I don't know how, like, what this pertains to, but like, apparently, if you score in the top ten, you get a two million dollar bonus. Mm-hmm. Is that the—is that the current I, thing? I would imagine that's part of the trend. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so this year, Jack Eichel, uh, up until the last game, was in the top ten in scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, he had point nine three goal points per game. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Big David got was at one point something. Mm-hmm. And so McDavid was number one, obviously. Sidney Crosby number two. Blah blah blah. In in points. In points. Yeah, in overall game points. In overall game points, points per game. And uh, so the or player points. Yeah. Right? So in, Jack individual I- points. Yeah. So, um, so Jack Eichel, the Buffalo Sabers were again the second worst team in the NHL. So, but at least he was top ten in scoring. Yeah. So he gets he gets a two million dollar bonus, right? Mm-hmm. So the media day, he came and he started. He just went crazy. I, I would recommend watching the YouTube video. He's seeing like. He goes, this sucks. My team's, you know, this team is full of guys who are just happy to be in the NHL. Oh, we're not, wow. goes, we say this every year. We, we said this last year too. We're going to be in the playoffs, but we didn't do it, blah, blah, blah. I just, this just never came across my radar. So yeah. he just like snapped. He snapped. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, but in the last game where the Oilers were playing, uh, Connor McDavid set up uh, dry sidle for a goal. Mm-hmm. I think he got two points in that game or something like that. Maybe one or two. This is the last uh, regular season regular game. Regular season game. Yeah. And that put dry sidle up at 0.94. Points oh. per game, zero point point zero one points up higher than Jack, Jack Eichel, Eichel, and he got into knocked top him 10, out of top knocked ten. Him out, knocked oh, him out of the top man. ten on the same day. It's like Karma just walked up and slapped him. Yeah, just like oh, you. Oh, by the way, your team is the second worst, and he had this. The and then afterwards he had this huge tirade. Oh, by the way, you missed out on the two million dollar bonus. That's uh, that's fitting, man. I mean, I'm I'm gonna go back to the old uh, Michael Corleone there. Just mm-hmm. don't talk against the family. Nope. Like just Fredo. Fredo. Keep your mouth shut, man. Just keep your mouth shut. Like, no matter what else happens, that's your family. Don't talk shit about your family. Yeah, and the Boston Bruins were like, I'm not sure what the coach is going to say to him or mm-hmm. the GM or whatever. The Sabres are. The Sabres, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know uh, what's going to happen. But I like, I don't follow, follow hockey that much, but mm-hmm. I know that um, if my second-year rookie says that, yeah, I know he's the he's top 10. He's top. He might be a top 10 scorer. Yeah, but you don't talk against the family. Never. I mean, there's like just a lot of uh, when back in the day when Taylor Hall was getting upset about us pulling the goalie all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, granted, I think it was with Dallas Eakins, a fucking haircut. Yeah. It was like there was a lot of a lot of a heat towards Hall mm-hmm. for being so visibly, uh, I guess, upset. Mm-hmm. And then he was a little bit vocal sometimes. They said he's a young kid who does that every now and then. Yeah. But he wasn't like out at a press conference like talking shit about his guys and talking shit about his team and talking yeah. shit about his coach. Yeah, he himself was like, I- "I'm I'm young and dumb, and I got upset because I didn't think that should happen." Yeah, exactly. And you you could, yeah, and you could say like, you know, this is not the, the, the you know, this the season sucks. Yeah, I was I hate because the, we should it was, we we shouldn't be here. You know, we're better than that. Blah yep. blah, blah. Right, but no, 
Don't you call okay, your coach and call the players. Boys, man. Boys. You got to have boys. Boys for your boys. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I was like, that, and then I heard out that he got uh, that he got that he got knocked out of the top ten. Oh, that, that's like, some funny shit. Unbelievable, man. So, but my if I, if I had to pick a high, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, like I, I use this high a lot, but uh, I have to say that uh, Alien Covenant, I'm really looking forward to it, and I apparently the, uh, but that's an overall high. That's an overall, that's an high. overall yeah. high. Yeah. Um, and plus, um, Blade Runner got same thing. It got rave reviews. Yeah, it's looking it's looking all right. It's looking all right. It's looking pretty good. Yeah. Um. So. Other than that, um, Apple free man. Feel, Apple free is pretty good. It feels free, it feels good. That's good to be good to be like free of an. I mean, it's not an addiction, but it's like when you make a decision to walk away from something that you feel is bringing you either negativity or like raising up the bile. It's like you know what, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, because a lot of people can't live with their iPhones without without their iPhones. They're like, oh, I can't imagine because when, t- when people saw that saw that act, some people were like, you got rid of your. They're like, Why if, would you if, do that? If, yeah, they're like, if you got rid of your phone, for example, right? if you got your video your Nexus, I'll be like, oh, you got, what'd you get? And I'll be like, you're like, oh, I got a, yeah, I got a S8 or something like that. I'm like, oh, I'll be like, oh, how do you like it? Yeah, do you like it? Yeah, is it good? Or you went back to Nexus? I'll be like, from Samsung, I'll be yeah. like, oh, oh, you know, I'll be like, I wouldn't be like, you went back to Nexus. Whoa, whoa bad whoa. move, bro. Bad move. I know people are like, people love their phones. There, the, there is a cult of Mac. Yeah, and there is, I mean, there's a cult of anything. There's a cult of Android absolutely. as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, the thing is like. What you know, like that comforting feeling when you just turn off your phone? Oh yeah, I love it, dude. I uh, with this thing, if it's not here at the desk, like I'll get calls from a lot of guys. I know Raji especially, who he's probably listening to this, was like, "Yep, me, I'll miss his calls a lot. I'll miss most of my friends' calls a lot." Mm-hmm. So I don't know who the hell my phone is most of the time. If it's not here, so yeah. it runs our camera, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm not in the basement, chances are we'll go upstairs and I'll be eating, and this phone will still be here. Yeah, I'll just kind of forget about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm a big believer. Is like if you're going to bed, your phone isn't in your bedroom. Yeah, like keep keep an alarm clock. Don't keep your phone. Oh yeah, like that's the thing. I don't use. I I never look at this. Mm-hmm. I turn it off. At, um, and then uh, yeah, and I just uh, this is my alarm clock. Yeah, that's it. And the thing is, I put this on my charger, so I have to get up and turn it. You off. You gotta get up and go go to it and turn yeah. it off. Yeah, yeah. man. And uh, another another good high is that I started getting up at five o'clock in the morning every morning now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a good way to go. Yeah, dude. and just get um just get just quick, you know. Stupid isometric exercises out of the way in the morning. Just yeah, look. you wake up, you have a big glass of water, and just do some just some little workouts. Yeah, your your life gets infinitely better. I can't tell you how much better it makes it makes you feel. Like, that's why I picked up that. Uh, I got like a little Gold's Gym unit in the back there. Yeah, and that was like the best thing I could have done. Mm-hmm. I like. I mean, I like to train. I do a lot of volume training. It's yeah. kind of it's a it's a big part of my life. But being able to wake up first in the morning, move a pin, and just like hammer out some reps. It's like, like you feel so much better first thing in the morning. Yeah, I'm awful at training in the morning. Yeah, I'm I, really bad. At yeah, it. I got. It took me. Uh, it took me a while to get used to it. I'm yeah. like, uh, I'm like. Then all of a sudden, like in the summer now, because in the winter it's kind of hard because it's so the daylight. There's no daylight out and stuff like that. But in the summer, when the sun's coming up, especially yeah. on a, on a on a weekend or something like that. Oh, yeah. Get up early. The sun's just coming up. You have and then get your morning workout out of the way. And then uh, you have the rest of your day is like yeah man you're good to go morning workouts and ice cold showers ice cold showers exactly <laughs> yeah your skin will thank you I am like, a huge proponent of, of ice cold showers oh, yeah. yeah if you're having any kind of like skin issues or, or anything to make you feel like kind of sluggish yeah yeah good solid old fashioned it doesn't be like like just cold water but just keep the temperature on the on the left of hot yeah because you can start out with like warm mm-hmm. and then slowly gradually move it to cold move it to cold yeah because I mean like steam kills. Yeah, because because you know the weird thing was I had to move to that because mm-hmm. I uh, my hot water tank died. Oh no way! So I was taking ice cold because like the, the pilot. So it was forced on you. Yeah, so pilot would go off, and I'll yeah. be like, okay, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I might as well just take a cold shower. Just run in there. I run in there, and I'll be like, you know that uh, 
remember remember that Bill Burr special when you talk with that guy who's in the airplane and he, and he was <laughs> freaking out. Yeah, freaking out. Remember that sound he was making? Mm-hmm. That's a sound. That's I made. you. That was me. I was like the oh. high pitch. <laughs> <laughs> just freaking out in the just, shower just freaking out in the shower fuck man so but yeah um you're right um and uh i can't wait to look forward to this summer and just getting back into shape so yeah you have like uh i think you were saying a half marathon or a marathon coming up yeah i have a half marathon coming up in, in july those ice cold showers gonna help you out i think so too yeah that, right? and uh uh so yeah just getting into shape for that and then uh we'll see what happens that's awesome man it's cool. uh good to have you back there, buddy. Always. Good to be back on the uh, on the Thursdays. So can't wait, man. I yeah. think we're gonna be fairly regular I, now again. I think I can't wait for it, man. This, I was looking forward to this all week. Yeah, that's good, man. I mean, it's like I said, I'm 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 glad to have the guys who want to be here here. Mm-hmm. Like we've got a really good team right now. Yeah. All the guys from WrestleMania. We've got great support from the outside, the Awesome Hour. Yeah. All these uh, all these other podcasts to get a hold of us and just tell us we're not we're not as shitty as we kind of might might think we are. What's going on with the What's going on with the Awesome Hour? I don't know. We'll talk with them uh, more later on, though. I'm pretty sure we'll maybe get a like a, a little. Team podcast sooner or later with these guys because cool. uh, they're just like fucking good people. We want to have good podcasts, good people. They helped out on the uh, WrestleMania show. How was how was it going live? Uh, it was it was weird. We'd never done it before. We yeah. really didn't test it outside of like a couple iPads here. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Dan kind of fucked around a little bit to kind of figure it out. Yeah, but we kind of had enough gear to make it work. Okay, and uh, then it failed and it worked and it failed. But more than anything else, we just had a good time being out there and having people just, just check us out. Like they would just tune in and watch us fuck around and tune out. Okay. So um, I'm sure the next one will be a lot more professional. Cool. But uh, yeah, it was it was a good fun time. I'm sure it sucked for anybody who was trying to like keep up. But I mean, we all had a really good time. Yeah. And there was a lot of really fun communication going back and forth with everybody who's, who was watching. Nice, man. So that really helped out quite a bit. Well, can't yeah. wait! Can't wait for round two, man. Yeah, man. I mean, hopefully you'll be a part of it. Yeah. The uh, at backside attack. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I can't can't wait and. Uh, Let's uh, pick up where we left off. Cool, man. <laughs> this is the BSFW Podcast. You can find us at BSFW, BSFW Podcast on everything, on Twitter, on Instagram, yeah, uh, on one Mastodon somewhere. If anybody doesn't know what that is, check it out. Mastodon is weird and new and it's social media and it's fucked. Yeah. And also the main one, we are on iTunes, so subscribe if you yeah, have to. Yeah, we are on iTunes, man. So yeah. like, share, subscribe, tell your friends. We are at... Uh, I don't want to jinx it and like we lose a bunch, but we are, I think, at 600 plus right now subscribers, which is really fun. It's really uh, a cool stat to have checked in on. Like, holy shit. Yeah. 600 people. And then there's like another floating number in there. Yeah. 600 people like listen to us on a regular basis. Yeah. doesn't like, well, you've been going on for longer than I have. So uh, hopefully that they like what, we, they like what they hear. Yeah, man. <laughs> you like what you hear?